Welcome to And the Award Goes To, a weekly podcast where we see the newest films to hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally, an award to a particular thing in the movie. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Rodoy. Rocky, what did we see this past weekend? Star Wars The Last Jedi. This is the movie that we've built the whole podcast around. Just about. Yeah? No. Huh? <laughs> <Probably> not. <laughs> not not really kind but, of uh, maybe uh, i don't know who knows we're probably talking about it whenever we first started the idea of having the podcast at least probably yeah yeah but we just like movies in general yeah and this is much. another movie that we were going to see anyway so yeah. we might as well talk about it who is it uh who is it directed by directed and written by ryan johnson what else has ryan johnson done not a whole lot yeah um he did brick which is great haven't seen it uh it's a noir film set with high school students basically joseph gordon levitt's the star of it is he in that too because i know he's in yeah, looper he's in looper Ryan also John- okay Ryan looper's Johnson another noir film which yeah. is a future noir film yeah i didn't bother why i saw the preview for it and i did not watch that what, looper I was, yeah i, was like, I like looks kind of stupid so I didn't, yeah i've heard it's good but huh? like i haven't watched it i didn't like it the first time i watched it yeah but but i liked it later on hmm. um and i think it's the only two big films that he directed he directed some episodes of breaking bad he did he directed one of uh one of the best episodes on it it's the penultimate episode called ozymandias yeah. which is like the episode right before the last episode mm-hmm. ever and i think it is at least and it's really really well done yeah i thought uh, you were gonna say the fly which he also directed did he oh okay which yeah. I thought you were going to say that's a penalty. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you got a little bit more ways to go. Some people one. like them and some people hate that episode. Yeah. No, which, yeah. It, which probably works with this review also. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. It's a very, that's a very divisive. I love that episode. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's very divisive, which like you said, will probably be yeah. one of the movie we're going to talk about today too. Um, but he did that. Did he do any other TV work? Like, I don't really know anything. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm not quite sure I mean, what yeah. else. Probably worked on a couple other things. Yeah. But, but he, as far as films go, it was only like Brick and Looper. Gotcha. Okay. And, yeah. and so he wrote and did he have any help in the writing process with this? I mean, I know like with just everyone in Lucasfilm and Disney and stuff, I know they're holding Star Wars by the balls. Yeah. They're like, you got to do um, whatever we say. But they, they, he has no credited, um, there's no credit writers on yeah, it. I thought so it there was may just be sound. ghost writers. I don't know, but it seems like it's for what the film does. It seems like it's pretty much a solo like yeah. effort. Like, like it feels like it's generally mostly him. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's the committee mm-hmm. as it were that kind yeah. of, you know, is doing everything or overlooking. It's yeah. kind of like they gave him the keys to the Mercedes as it were, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, gotcha. We should talk about more in the review. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so written, directed, who was, who was in it? Uh, Daisy Ridley, mm-hmm. John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac all return. Yeah. Um, as their and, and Adam Driver, of course. Yep. Um, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. uh, Laura Dern. Yeah, she plays a new a new character in this. Yeah, Laura, Laura Dern. Um, who else? Uh, Andy Serkis. Yep. He's playing, um, he's playing Mr. Snoke. Uh, who else is uh, in it? Benicio del Toro. Oh, Benicio del Toro is yep. a new character. He's in it. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know the one girl's name. The Asian girl. Her name is Rose in the movie. I, I don't. Know and that I've that heard in reviews also, and I don't. I don't know her name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I her character isn't that important to me, so which I'll get to. But yeah, um. Fair enough. Uh, uh Yeah. So it's a pretty stat cast, I guess. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Harrison Ford in this. No one. Harrison Ford. He's good. <laughs> no Harrison Ford in. I mean, Han Solo was brought up. I mean, it's Star Wars, so we we mentioned him, but yeah. uh, he's not. Yeah, he's not in it. Yeah. Um. You know, of course, the music. John Williams. John Williams. Mm-hmm. So he 
returns to do. I mean, he does all the, what was it? Rogue One was the only Star Wars movie that he isn't, he didn't do any music for. Did he? No. Did he? Well, I mean, I think they used his original I mean, yeah, they used some of his original some stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, but he didn't I don't, do I don't think yeah. he did the music for it. Uh-uh. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Did you, what did you think of it? Oh, well, I thought that this movie, I was really looking forward to it. And let me tell you, JT, yeah. this movie is a real big pile of disappointment for me. <laughs> uh, it's not, I didn't hate it. I, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I just think it's it's. You just think maybe you're, like, you were just really excited for some stuff. I, I was hoping it was going to be on the level of Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens is a much better film than this huh. movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually just uh, was on Facebook earlier being like, I think this is my new favorite Star Wars movie. I, I I saw it the first time and I was like, I've got to. And from what I've heard from a lot of people, this is how they feel. But you see it the first time and you're like, man, I got to go think about that for a second. It's yeah, like, sure. I got to think about it and like maybe even see it again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's going on here. And so uh, I kind of had that feeling. But I also like really liked it when I came out of it and I went and saw it again. So I've already seen it twice and I'm planning on definitely going to go see it again. But I came out of it the second time and I was like, fuck, yeah, that's okay. I was like, A, I love that movie and B, I really got to reassess what my favorite sure. Star Wars movie is because right. that's probably it. But I, I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, right on. But, but we'll get into that yeah. after we go through the news. Yes. So, what do you got for news? Uh, well, first of all, since we're talking about Star Wars, we'll give us, I got some Oscar Isaac news. Oh, okay. I got two pieces. Um, one is that Oscar Isaac has been cast as Gomez in the reboot of Adam's Family. They're making a new Adam's Family was movie. He, I heard rumored that, like, wouldn't he be a good one? But I didn't know No, it's, it's official now. Oh, it was official okay. as of yesterday. I and think. Gomez is the father. Yeah, right? I'm is, not is, too familiar with is, that. Is the, yeah, okay. is the uh, father, yeah. um, which is great casting. It's like he looks just like he Gomez. Does. Yeah, it's an animated movie. So <laughs> he's going to be doing the voice of Gomez. <laughs> oh my God. I know that back before Tim Burton was talking about making an Adam's Family movie way back. Um, that was going to be animated, but it's going to be stop motion like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. It's going to be like that kind of style for Adam's Family. But I don't know what they're going to do now. I don't know if it's going to be a CGI film or claymation or what, what they're going to do. But it's going to be – it's not going to be live action. Yeah. But Oscar Isaac will be Gomez. That's so Okay. That's weird. Um, <laughs> you go ahead and go through whatever news you have. I've got to look because I, I I don't have very much news tonight. Okay. I'll try, I'll try to find it. I know I got some. Um, The other piece I have is that uh, – is that there's a show, new Amazon show coming out from Dan Fogelman, who made the show This Is Us. I know I never watched the show. I haven't watched it. Um, it's a show coming out called Life Itself. Yeah. It'll star an ensemble cast, um, including Oscar Isaac, Olivia Wilde, Annette Benning, Samuel Jackson, Antonio Banderas, Olivia Cook, Mandy Pantinik, pa- pa- sure. and Leia Costa. And it'll be about a multi-generational love story in which several characters are connected over the course of decades from the streets of New York to the Spanish countryside and back. Ooh, okay. And that'll be an Amazon original show, I think. Yeah, Amazon's got... I've just checked out one of their first... It's not. I don't think it's one of their first original shows, but for me, it's like one of the first original shows I've checked out by them. And I just started watching it. Start, started watching it recently. It's called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You ever watched it? I've heard of it, but I've watched it. It's really fucking good. Yeah. I'm probably gonna have it in a recommendation quarter at some point because I'm not I'm not done with it yet. Sure. So I kind of want to process the whole thing. But right. I, I really fucking like it. But 
That'll be cool. Amazon getting more stuff under its belt. They're getting, they're, they're getting a lot of stuff. That they're putting a lot of things out. Uh, they got a lot of movies coming. Like their their movie studios have been putting out movies in theaters, so they're gonna yeah. have original movies, more original movies on just the Amazon streaming. Yep. So uh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I remember. I think it was back when I mentioned the. Uh, it's a couple of months back when we had a news piece about Christopher Nolan, like kind of bashing Netflix for a second. Yeah. Like I think he mentioned something about, or either it came up later because he mentioned like Netflix and how he didn't approve of it so much. But then like Amazon actually had stuff where it's like, Hey, we do the same thing, but sometimes we release it in theaters and it was like kind of different. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. I think we talked about that at, yeah. in our Dunkirk review or sometime around probably, that time. Probably. Yeah. Good stuff. You got something? Um, yeah, I've got a couple of things. All it was right. all smaller stuff. Um, looking back through it, I was like, Oh yeah, none of this is really that big. Um, so the Witcher, the video game, mm-hmm. it's officially coming to Netflix. Mm. They're going. Yeah, to I saw this. Yeah, yeah. I saw never played a Witcher. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's what I, everybody keeps on telling me. <laughs> it's, the third one is incredible. I yeah. tried playing the second one back in the day when everyone said it was really good. The second game, the second Witcher, is one of the few video games ever that I've bought and returned within like the same day. Oh yeah, you so told me that. Yeah, before. I took we it back and this. I was like, yeah. "Fuck this!" I mm-hmm. took it back and I did not like it. But I tried The Witcher Three because I heard The Witcher Three was like incredible, and it was on sale one year so on PlayStation Network, so I bought it, and it's really freaking good. And it's all for anyone who doesn't know, The Witcher is a video game that's based on a book series, mm-hmm. and I think the book series is just called The Witcher, also. Like yeah, it's just The Witcher, right. and uh, so it's going to be made into a Netflix original show, which. If anyone should do it, it should definitely be Net- yeah. Netflix or HBO. Or but, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Amazon. About. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, they can Amazon do it too. Do it. Yeah. So, uh, the Witcher is really good. It's got really interesting stuff. I think the most interesting part about it is that it's very heavily like uh, Game of Thrones, where it's like, I mean, I mean, I guess like Witcher starts out with more magic because mm-hmm. the guy is literally called a Witcher, so he uses magic right off the bat. Sure. But it's very like grounded. It's, it's a... What's it called? Hard, hard fantasy. It's mm-hmm. hard fantasy where it's like, like, you know, like hard sci-fi where it's like, hey, we kind of explain a lot of stuff and we kind of say this is how this works and this is how this works. The Witcher is the same way where it's like, hey, you're going to go hunt a uh, griffin. It's like, OK, you probably need to get a steel sword because griffins are weak to steel and put on like an oil that the griffin is like weak to. So you, can right. you break through the skin and I'll, like it gets like really detailed. So, like so it's, it's like, like more like what star trek is a science fiction yes. instead of what star wars is a science fiction yeah like yeah, star exactly. trek is about like here's the technology here's how it works star wars is just yeah. like fantasy and adventure yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. yeah star wars is definitely more low sci-fi right like that kind of fantasy yeah, sure. kind of thing and yeah this one uh, it's star- a throwback to the serials that yeah influenced it the, yeah. those old serials what, yeah. was, what was the thing uh flash gordon yeah flash gordon that, that stuff like that stuff. yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no the witcher is very hard hard fantasy where mm-hmm. it's like this is it's not like Lord of the Rings where it's like, Hey, this is just crazy stuff that goes on. And you know, we'll get into the lore of it and kind of explain stuff, some stuff, but it's not like super like this is like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Lord of the Rings is hard fantasy and I just don't know it cause I haven't got into it. So maybe if there's anyone, anyone out there that wants to correct me fucking go for it. I think it's just vast fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember like, names from Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Oh really? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I remember some stuff, but like a lot of it just never has seemed as hardcore as like like when you're playing The Witcher Three, like you have to plan shit out. Yeah. Like you go through multiple side quests just to find like a hunt, and then when you go on the hunt, like you have to read your bestiary to like see what the monster is weak against. <laughs> go make sure you have the potions in your inventory for it. Make right. sure your sword's good enough. Make sure your spells are prepared. Like all this kind of stuff, and then you go on the hunt. Sure. Then you go and find it. You don't just you know 
chase it down. Like, because right. I've tried and I've died. <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of strategy it. in it. Yeah. So hopefully they do that with the show too. They make it like really hardcore, like fantasy, like that, where it's very uh, kind of like survivalistic almost. Sure. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, let's see. For the new Halloween, um, a third generation of the Strode family has been cast. Ooh. So there's going to be Lori who's returning, of course, yeah. um, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a daughter played by Judy Greer. Who's that? Judy Greer. She was. Uh, she's got a lot Sounds of stuff. She does a voice on Archer. She does. Uh, oh. She she was the mom on Jurassic World. Okay. Um, she was. Yep. She was Scott Lang's ex-wife on so Ant Man. So she's going like to be in this. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 Lori's daughter. Okay. And now her daughter gotcha. has been cast. Now who's going to be played by? Andy Matichak, I don't know who that is. Some some no young actress, um, like I mean, not real young, but like late teens, early twenties. Okay, um, that's kind of familiar. Yeah. the last name sounds. So really there's gonna be three generations of Strodes. There's gonna be Lori, her daughter, and her granddaughter. Yeah, and also the original actor who played Michael in costume, the original shape. He's yeah. coming back as Michael in this film. Really? Yeah. So he'll be Michael in the costume. Wow. Um, How old is that guy? Probably at least in his probably in his sixties or so. I mean, <laughs> uh, she, he's probably at least a little older than Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis is fifty eight now because she was a teenager whenever yeah. they did the first movie. So he's probably in his sixties or early seventies. Wow, um, that's cool though. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm down for that. Um, also, another piece of news I got is that uh, Andre Overdahl is to direct scary stories to tell in the dark. So what is that? You don't know scary. You don't remember? There's a book nope. series called Scary Stories to Tell the Dark. Was it a kids' book or? Oh, um, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, I remember them reading us reading it to us in elementary school. Okay. Um, but I don't think that was really meant for kids. You probably see if anybody ever sees the cover. The covers of the book is like really like weird painting mm-hmm. paintings. It's like white with just black painting, and they're like weird like creature esque like. I don't even know, man. Let me see if I can find a picture of the show. You'll you'll know if you if you saw it, but um, it'd just be a bunch of short horror stories. Okay. Um, but the movie will not be an anthology. It'll be more in line with like the Goosebumps movie that came out. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, a couple years back. Yeah. Uh, the director. Black or whatever. Yeah, the director yeah. apparently made a pretty well claimed horror film recently called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Hmm. I've never seen it. I really heard of it. Um, but the thriller follows a group of young teens who must solve the mystery surrounding sudden macabre deaths, deaths in their town. Kevin Hagman and Dan hate and Dan Hateman, uh, who wrote the Lego movie, wrote the most recent draft based on the books. Okay. Um, but there's multiple books. Yeah. There's, there's okay. like three volumes. I think you could, I have like the collected edition somewhere around here. Gotcha. Um, but they're, they're real. Like, I don't even know. I remember that there's some, I remember there was a tape that used to play us also um, <laughs> that would go with himself. But I remember there was like one story in particular where these like two guys are living in a cabin or whatever. They're, they're like farming or something like that. And they have a scarecrow and okay. wet, bad weather comes out and they go and get the scarecrow and they bring him inside. And then I think the scarecrow starts like 
acting weird and stuff. <laughs> and so one wants to leave. It's like, I'm just going to go and like, like weird shit's happening. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm just going to go and traverse through whatever this winter or whatever. Yeah. And he goes out there and he looks back and sees a scarecrow on top of the roof. Cause the other guy stayed <laughs> and holding out a piece of dried skin. And they're reading this. And we're like fucking third grade. And they're reading this Fuck. shit to us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen any of that like imagery that that was like the most popular cover right there. No, no, never saw scary stories mm-hmm. to tell in the dark. Oh. Um, yeah, actually, it's, I think it's a scarecrow right, right there. Oh, I think okay. that maybe that's the picture because like the book has like these different images and it all so and so. That looks like, way too dark for like third grade. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus. really, really macabre. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark movie coming out. They've been t- talking about this for a couple of years now. So oh, that looks like a director. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I was read when I was in when I was in third grade. I was read sideways stories from Wayside School. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> that's a, it was like the school that was like it was supposed to be uh, one floor with like uh, it was supposed to be like one floor and like thirty or fifty classrooms or something. And it was like, instead, it was like 30 or 40, like 50 <laughs> floors with like, they're all like, they weren't the same classroom, but it was all like different classrooms. So it was like this huge school was like, whoever was building the school fucked up. And so they got like, and that was the a story. No, 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 it was like, <laughs> they're the like, whole, it's a really, it's a really big school. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. It was like a, it was a, uh, anthology. It was like short stories, like in it. Like oh, okay. All in it. But got like yeah. the whole idea behind it was, is that like, oh, it's just to be this one school and it's still this one school, but it was built wrong because the guy who <laughs> built it did it wrong. So it's it's like really tall now. <laughs> Can you believe those guys getting hired for architecting jobs? Yeah, Great. It was, it was pretty funny. I think the scariest story I was ever read in school though was James and the Giant Peach. And I like I really liked the book. That was my first experience ever where I was like, God, this book's amazing. And then I watched the movie and I was like, fuck this movie. I hated the movie. Oh, I hated know? James and the Giant oh. Peach. Yeah. I love the book and I hated the movie. It was mainly because it was like Tim Burton creepy and stuff. So like I didn't feel like the book was that creepy. Right. And as a anxious little third grade boy, when I watched the movie, I was like, this is scary. (laughs) It's definitely weird and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, Deep Blue Sea 2 is coming. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to see your response. Is that a cool joke going to be in it? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Uh, Deep Deep Blue Sea 2 gets rated R rating premiering in 2018. Hmm. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be in everybody's <laughs> top ten list next year. Hey, right. Um I just wanted to see your reaction on that. Uh John John Hamm apparently really wants to play back Batman. Yeah, so I heard about that. I actually I have a post back from like 2013 yeah. on my uh Instagram before Ben Affleck got uh before they cast him as Batman that I was like it was right when they were first talking about Don Justice or Batman just called Batman for Superman. Yeah. And I actually posted side by side. I'm like, if I could choose a Batman, I would choose John Hamm. It was oh, like okay. back in 2013, right before they had cast Ben Affleck. Yeah. So I've been for John Hamm for a long time. He'd be playing a good Batman. one. Yeah. yeah. I think he really for would a long be. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Um, what else you got? Anything else? Yeah, I got a few more. Anything good? Um, yeah, Chad Stahilski. Chad Stahilski, who we talked about before. Yeah. Um, he we? was one of the directors of John Wick. Oh, um, okay. And he directed the second John Wick. Gotcha. Is he um, one of the guys that helped work on Talent Blonde too? No, no, that was the other director. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, th- I think he may have helped in some way, but they both like split off to work on. It. He he stayed to do John Wick too, which is amazing. Yeah, which is and uh, what's his uh, David Leach? 
I think. Sounds about when right. it did Atomic Blonde. Yeah, Atomic Blonde. And okay. that was a complete fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was a complete fuck up. Um, Except for that middle scene, man. Oh, let me, yeah. Let me go ahead and give another award to that middle scene. Oh, yeah, okay. sure. All right, now it's got two. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give that movie anything anymore. <sighs> um, but he's going to be directing a movie based off Killer Be Killed. <gasps> I think I heard something about that. Yeah. Uh, Killer Be Killed, I think I've talked about it in a recommendation corner you before. Have, yeah. I went and picked it up and a, read like, the yeah. first collection of it. It was really good. Yeah, which is an Ed Brubaker comic about a vigilante that may or may not have made a deal with the devil. Yep. Um, is the demon real or is it just <laughs> his medication? Is he just a psycho? But basically he has to kill one person a month yep. or this demon will take his life. <laughs> yeah. And it's a gritty noir story. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be making that. Um, cool. Let's see. What else? It'd be wild seeing him do something like that. Yeah. Um, like John Wick, but with supernatural stuff going yeah. on. <laughs> I just don't want to be like, I don't want to be like over the top like John Wick. I mean, I love John Wick. Yeah. One too, but, that, but I like, I wait, wait, that with that style char- story. Yeah. yeah it's it a little bit more grittier. And stuff, yeah. Because yeah. he's not that like he's gritty, but he's not like. He's not the boogeyman like John Wick. Like, yeah, he's exactly. Not, he's not yeah. like skilled or it's whatever. It's supposed to be over the top, yeah. like John Woo esque. Like, yeah. it needs to be yeah. of itself. It but, needs uh, to be more grounded. Yeah. yeah. Um, James Mangold, the uh, director of Logan and uh, 310 to Yuma uh-huh. and uh, The Wolverine and Copland and all that. His next movie is going to be a movie called Girl with a Gun. Ooh, okay. Um, it'll be about it'll be a true story about Patty Hearst. Who's a revolutionary icon? Okay. Um, she was kidnapped by Left Wing's Sibianese uh, Cyb- Liberation Army in 1974. Oh. She was a prisoner for two years, mm-hmm. um, and then a tape got released back here where she's like, "Hey, I joined the uh, yes. yeah, I joined the uh, revolution, the uh-huh. Liberation Army, and uh, she became like a icon. She was she got caught robbing banks and mm-hmm. and." Doing different guerrilla tactics and stuff, um, and her trial was apparently pretty infamous. Isn't there, isn't there already a movie about her? Uh-uh. Oh, not, okay. It may, may, may be an old one. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, Ellie Fanning will be playing her in this movie, and James Mangold will direct. Who's Ellie Fanning? Uh, Dakota Fanning's sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Huh. Um, and so uh, that will be coming out. I guess that's his next one he's going to be working on. Yeah. Um, also, in new movie news announcements, uh, the Safdie brothers. Yeah, really, uh, they directed good, good time. time. Uh, they'll be directing a remake of Forty Eight Hours, which is I've a Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy film from the eighties. Okay. Um, Nick <laughs> Nolte's a tough cop. Eddie Murphy is a con man. Yeah, and they team up to catch this killer that's after this illicit cash, basically. Okay. And so uh, I guess they're going to be making a darker like turn. Yeah. Um, the Plan the Apes reboot producer Peter Chernin mm-hmm. will be producing it. Okay. And they'll be directing it um, with Benny writing the script. Okay. And uh, Josh, who's the other brother? David? Whatever. Directing it just just like Good Time was. Yeah. Good Time was one of my favorite films of the year. So That's really uh, good, yeah. Uh, they'll be doing that. Okay. Uh, you got anything? Let me see if I got anything else. Because um... I know the piece we're going to end on will be um, the Fox Disney news. Yeah. Oh, uh what was i doing like i think i think i was just like taking notes of news articles like when i was half asleep or something but these are real (laughs) ryan reynolds is going to be best buds with pikachu in his new movie oh yeah it's gonna be that detective pikachu film is he (laughs) i I thought he was voicing (laughs) 
Is he voicing Pikachu in the movie? I thought that's what I read. I don't know what a Detective Pikachu is. I don't understand. Ryan Reynolds cast in live action Pokemon movie. Oh man, I was not asleep. That was not a dream. That really happened. I've I the only Pokemon game I played. The last Pokemon game I played was uh was Red. Really? I didn't play any of the Pokemon games afterwards. Well, some of the other stuff is really good. That's why here I could just. I've got Pokemon it. Y on like the Game Boy. It's, it's I can really remember. Good. I can remember the time I love for Pokemon, and it ended way before everybody else's. Yeah. It was whenever, not the first Pokemon movie came out because I think that was a directed video. The one with Mew and Mew Two that was yeah. a directed video, but the yeah. one that went to theaters, the one where they're looking for the dragons or whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't see that one. Uh, Pokemon Two Thousand, maybe. 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 Yeah. Um, I, think so. I remember me and my dad once saw in theaters. Yeah, I was really excited, and then I was bored shitless, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he was sitting there pretty angry about yeah. just like having to sit through this. <laughs> I fell asleep, he fell asleep. We both woke up like 15 minutes later, and I'm like, I turned to him like, "Can we go now?" <laughs> and we left, and I was done with Pokemon from that time on, except okay. for them being in like Smash Brothers or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But like the last Pokemon game I played, I didn't get in that Pokemon Go craze or anything yeah. like that. Was was fucking red. So. Yeah. <laughs> Now, my, my Pokemon love uh, reignited uh, a little while back. Um, I mean, it's always kind of been there. I really like the original games, like red mm-hmm. and uh, green and blue and stuff. Um, I always liked those. I played a little bit of Pokemon Silver. That was pretty fun. And then I got a Game Boy recently on Black Friday and got Pokemon Y just to try it out. And that one's super fun. But, uh, yeah, it's I, I never really got into the movies. I used to like the TV show. I still like the TV show. I've, like, popped it on before with my niece, mm. like, show her what it is. She seems to like it. But, uh yeah, Pokemon's been through some weird stuff. Sure, this being a prime example. Yeah, what well, one of the Pokemon live action movie? Yeah, is it one of the Pokemon's? I don't know if, if it, what generation it is, but like, yeah. is an ice cream scoop? Oh yeah, in terms yeah. of ice cream scoop, yep. then a two ice cream coops into a sundae or some shit I like don't that. Fucking know. Like yeah, that's they, its evolution. They like run out of ideas super quick. There's like <laughs> one on Pokemon Y when I was playing, and I like caught a Pokemon. I was like what is this? His name's like Gulch or Gulp. Like, what is it? Like, let me, it's a blob. What is this thing? And I caught it and it registered in my Pokedex. I was just doing this like last week on Pokemon Y and I like caught it and it registered in my Pokemon decks. And I said, let me go read the fucking description of this. And the type of Pokemon it described as it said stomach Pokemon. I was like, what the fuck is that? that Like, like, so it's a stomach, but it's a Pokemon. What? Like, I I I just remember the four elements. (laughs) Like being the main things, like fire, water, the, yeah, there was earth and gra- uh, not grass. Yeah, there was uh, a grass. Type. It was, well, it was it was grass like, well, I think it was either like grass or plant bug or, or, bug or whatever. Like that. But there, there's there is, fossils. There's, yeah, well, there's like multiple kinds too. Yeah. There's like I think in the first original generation there's like eight, uh-huh. and then when you get past that, it's like they start going like fairy and steel right, and sure. like all of a sudden I don't know anything about all that, but yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got. There. Oh, uh, I was going to ask you if, if you had seen this confirmed or not, because apparently I took a picture of it and I didn't look into it further than taking the picture of it. But uh, Tarantino's Star Trek film is definitely going to be rated R. You yeah. Heard anything about that? Yeah, I heard that. I mean, that that's if he does get hired. He said that he will do it R rated. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's so I don't know. I mean, I just I just don't want to hear Captain Kirk calling aliens the N word. Like, I yeah. just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like like to. like I, I'm I'm fine like oh it's R rated it's like it just doesn't fit Star Trek I don't it know, doesn't yeah. work with Star Trek I don't know what's gonna happen so I mean I, I get Tarantino I know that he wants to adapt one of the episodes like his idea I remember listening to 
him on the Nerdist podcast talking about like if I had to do a Star Trek movie because they were it like we heard you're a big Star Trek fan. So yeah. when, if you had to do a Star Trek movie, what would you do? He was just going to take one of the episodes. He's like, all the material's there. Yeah, I'll just yeah, make yeah, an yeah. extra long yeah. version of that episode. And, Which is uh, what Star Trek Beyond was, and I hated it. But yeah. I love Star Trek Beyond. I tried watching it like two weeks ago again. I couldn't fucking do Not it. Not so good. <laughs> <Just> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I'm not. We'll see. So, <laughs> um, I would hope because it's the rumor is, is that he would be working on it with J.J. Abrams. Yeah, that's so I would excited. hope. But J.J. Abrams is gonna be so busy with Star Wars. I know. Yeah, he's gonna be on fucking episode nine. Nine. Yeah. So I, I, I would hope that he would help rein in a lot of what Tarantino might try to do. Where Tarantino is like, "What if we did?" It's like, no. What if it's no. an alternate reality? <laughs> And they're in the 70s. <laughs> That's not Star Trek, it's no, a is it? exploitation. Yeah, it's like, exploitation. Like, all right. They're all in blackface. <laughs> and he wants to make a cameo in it as like a pimp or something. Yeah. And we're going to have close-up shots of feet. <laughs> Uma Thurman's yeah. in particular. Yeah. Um, I love her big toe. Oh, my God. Um... I think that's it for me. Uh, right. I got two more. Okay. Um, AFI, the American Film Institute, they yeah. uh, did their official top 10 of 2017. Oh, okay. They released theirs. Um, they are The Big Sick. Ooh, okay. Florida Project. <sighs> Still haven't seen it. I, I, I've been trying to. It was playing <sighs> in St. Augustine, but I think it's going to change as yeah, of Friday. The soonest I've, yeah, the closest I've seen it is like in fucking Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, I'm not driving to Jacksonville. Yeah. I want to go see it. Um, get Out. Oh, okay. Shape of Water. Ooh. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Damn. Is this an uh, order? Uh, no, no. It's just, there, there's oh, okay. no order of oh, okay. it. Um, Lady Bird. Oh, okay. Uh, Dunkirk. Yeah. The Post. Why? Why? Dunkirk? why? <laughs> yeah. On. Okay. Uh, What's The Post? The Post is the new Spielberg movie that just came out. It's coming out this weekend, but it's not getting a oh. wide release probably until early January. Okay. Um, as Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. It's a true story about the, uh, the, the Washington, I think it's the Washington Post. They found the papers tying the american involvement to vietnam and stuff oh okay um about them like uncovering it and all that so it's another non-fiction gotcha. government thing from yep. spielberg which he's been doing a lot recently <laughs> um call me by your name I haven't seen that I heard good things though. yeah i heard good things yeah. i remember seeing the preview i saw three billboards at the alamo draft house oh, okay and i was kind of like i was watching like oh yeah it's like a teen romance film and that's like oh no this boy is in love with Army Hammer's character and they have a gay relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is a super artsy fartsy film. <laughs> yeah. And number 10 may surprise you, just Wonder Woman. That doesn't really surprise me. Wonder Woman. Beat out <laughs> beat out Logan. Well, I mean, it, it, they usually don't choose comic book movies yeah. that often for their top 10 selection, yeah. but they did Wonder Woman instead of doing Logan or doing Guardians or I, whatever. I think what it is is just because of what Wonder Woman stands, stands for. for. Yeah, so it's a woman yeah. film and, yeah. and it's it's a hell Which of an is, achievement. This is not, yeah, it's not, yeah. nothing we're saying about it is bad. Yeah. It's just like, it's not the best comic book movie to come out no, this year. No, no, But it stands for so much good yeah. stuff, so I understand it's it. It's a definitely a big step. And it was, I think they're also surprised it was actually a, good dc eu movie <laughs> exactly um, like finally let's, yeah so just put it in there Dunkirk, they really dunkirk's Dun- in there <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't agree with dunkirk yeah. uh I, I love all the other films that are on the list i have seen i've, I've loved yeah it's good good to hear that the florida project made it on there because i really don't want to see yeah. that and i haven't seen it yet um and the only thing before you go on the review is the uh the infamous news i'm sure most people have heard about already is that disney bought out fox yep 
for $52 billion. (laughs) Um, You know, just 52 billion, whatever. I mean, this could go and we can use this for anything. (laughs) Fuck it. Let's just, let's do it for X-Men. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Um, So what do you think about that? (laughs) I am. Yeah. It's, I don't think any one business entity should ever have too much power. And those big mouse ears are just looming over everything now. Like, I don't know what to do about it. They they own Marvel. They own Star Wars. They own Fox now. Um, the thing is, is like, they're doing such a good job with most of the stuff they have. So it's hard to be like, like, it's like, thankful, like finally, like we'll get like some really good X-Men stuff, even though Logan was incredible and there's been good X-Men stuff too. I love X-Men too. I love X-Men first class, uh, days of future past. Like there's been good stuff. It's just like, I don't know. Like Fox was doing their own thing for a little bit. They started the Deadpool thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I don't know. Well, for the next year, it's going to be under investigation um, because they had to make sure that it doesn't count as a monopoly since they're buying so many big things. Yeah. So for the ne- they they don't aren't getting immediately. So all the X Men and Fox pro- Fox properties are planned within the next year or yeah. are coming out still. Yeah. Which Deadpool two comes out next year? Deadpool right? two, New Mutants, um, X Men. Phoenix, whatever the Dark fuck, Phoenix who gives a shit? Yeah. Apocalypse suck. Um, uh, the the animated movie, right? Spider Man animated thing. Well, that's Sony. Oh, never mind. Yeah, sorry. Sony. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for everybody that doesn't know, Fox owns um, X Men and Fantastic Four. Yep. Those are the last two properties that Marvel has had in their MCU, so they bought them out. Mm-hmm. Um, my positives are that they're getting Fantastic Four back, which yeah, my whole thing which, was I just wanted them to buy Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah, back. We'll finally get a good Fantastic Four movie. Well, not only that, which but, I like Rise of the Silver Surfer. But, yeah. No, but, well, not, not, I, I don't. I don't like any of those movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't like any of the Fantastic Four movies, except for like the 90s Roger Corman one that didn't get released. Oh. <laughs> and I have it on DVD, okay. like, didn't get an official release. Um, Never watched it. But uh, it, it's, it's good, bad. Um, <laughs> And uh, uh, this makes me excited for the Marvel movies. Like, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like after Infinity War and the, the next Avengers. I'm just kind of yeah, like, it's just like they need a different. Cares? Yeah, we need to go somewhere else. But now it. they have Doctor Doom and they have Galactus and Silver yeah. Surfer. So it's like, oh shit! Well, that's exciting. You yeah, can go can and do, do something cool, and you that, can introduce yeah. mutants, and that'll be cool. Yeah. But at the same time, um, X Men was going somewhere with Fox. They were. Finally, yeah. it's kind of like like you mentioned Deadpool. And with like Logan, they're like, oh shit, we can do weird things with these properties. We yeah. make R-rated mature films. Mm-hmm. People are still seeing them. We're making our money back. We're getting critical yeah. claim. New Mutants is going to be a horror film. Like mm-hmm. We're taking chances and it's working. I'm Wasn't afraid it, Disney's going to do it and they're going to neuter it. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm worried about that too. Wasn't Deadpool supposed to be in something with a couple of the X-Men? Like in a group movie at one point? Uh, it was like uh, the X-something? X-Factor. X-Factor? X-Force. 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 Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, that's going to be like him and Cable. And I think Deadpool 2 is going to be the lead up to that because oh, like, okay. X-Force is a mercenary group that's usually like Cable, oh, okay. um, Domino, and gotcha. uh, the, the other roster keeps on changing. But they're going to say it's going to be those three, those two, and Deadpool. Okay. And uh, maybe Klaus is some other ones. And huge huh. Klaus has been in that group at one point before. Yeah. And he's been introduced in the Deadpool films. He's going to be in both of it, this one also. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I I thought I saw something about Disney being like, "Don't worry, we understand what Deadpool is, and we're gonna keep it that way." Yeah. But like, I mean, yeah, Fox is still gonna weird. be Fox. It's not gonna be like, well, like the Star Wars movie before a Marvel movie. You don't see the Disney symbol. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, it's still gonna yeah. be Fox. I mean, yeah. it, it's not like Fox isn't gonna put an R-rated movie. Still. No, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's it's still kind of thing where they're like. 
well, if you incorporate Deadpool into your movies, though, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to censor them. Yeah. You know, which I'm not the biggest yeah. Deadpool guy, but still, I, I, I like that little bit of creative freedom they have to kind of just do what they yeah. want with the character. I would be I'd be really OK with that if they did bring Deadpool into like something, though, like one of the kids, like kind of like uh, like uh, Avengers movies or something. And like they do censor him, and he like calls it out in the movie. Sure, yeah. like that that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Like because he, he is a very meta character like sure. that. So that would be funny if like something like that happened. But you wouldn't be able to do it for too much, especially with just with like the kid stuff that's tied into that. Right. Like you couldn't have like him as a main character in it. But it'd be a really funny throwaway thing where like there's Deadpool and like something happened. And people were like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And he like says because there are some pretty adult jokes in those Avengers movies sometimes. Yeah, sure. So you could get away with like one or two from Deadpool. Yeah, they have a Dick Loki would, joke. Yeah, they like the adults would crack up about yeah. it, and the kids would be like, "Wait a minute, what? What's going on?" Sure. And, yeah, but I mean, in this day and age, what fucking five year old kid hasn't seen Deadpool? Like, I'm right. sure, sure, <laughs> I'm sure all the parents don't give a shit. So. Yeah, right. Um, They're yeah. spandex as superhero, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fox being bought by Disney, though, slowly but surely, they're taking over. It's monopolizing. <laughs> yeah. They're going to take over everything. There's going to be net neutrality. Yep. We're just neutering this country, <laughs> Which, neutering it, everything. <laughs> uh, it was another, that was one thing I wanted to bring up real quick, not to go crazy on it, but for anyone who doesn't know about the net neutrality stuff, net neutrality was just recently repealed. And if you don't know what net neutrality is, that was something that was established uh, through the government to make the internet be used like a utility. So like, companies private companies couldn't throttle speeds and make you pay extras for like certain websites so like net neutrality is in essence keeping the internet neutral and that was just destroyed like <laughs> a week or two ago when this comes out probably like three weeks ago um but yeah the, the fight isn't over yet like people are starting up lawsuits and trying to do other stuff trying to make sure we can figure out some way to fix this mm. but they lost a vote of like it was like three to two or whatever so it was split like right down the middle yeah, right. and yeah. So <laughs> the internet's on the down downside right now. Um, How can Trump stand for this? He won't be able to tweet as much. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> have to, maybe they'll give him, he's the president. So he'll be able to tweet for yeah. free or something. I don't know. Actually, here's, here's the thing. We won't do net neutrality, but you all have to read every one of his tweets if you want to use the internet. All of them. That's and you're going to do. like them also. <laughs> yeah, we all have to heart them. Yeah. It's like, listen, just give this guy some attention. And if you want to put a tweet of your own out, you're first going to retreat, retweet <laughs> at least one of his tweets. And then you can make your own tweet after that. Oh, man. I don't know if I take that deal or not. <laughs> I'm like, keep the fucking internet. We'll find a new just thing. We'll create up. something new. Yeah. We're going back to fucking cave paintings yeah i don't know <laughs> we're just gonna turn everything into tron yeah like all right exactly. we're not going we're not going on the internet we're going on the oasis like ready player one we're yeah gonna, it's gonna all gonna be <laughs> vr shit that's what it's about to be um yeah so that's fun uh, if you don't know <laughs> it's so exciting yeah everyone look into net neutrality though seriously there's not like you know it's kind of it can feel kind of weird sometimes to be like what, what can i do about it? i'm just one person fucking look shit up okay knowledge is definitely power so look stuff up and you'll, I'm sure, be able to figure out other shit to do. But, sure. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, Google it and see what it is. Get pissed. Bomb That's the White the House. <laughs> Don't, Don't do that. that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to edit that out. All right. <laughs> uh, so on to the movie review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's just that's my ship sound. That's all I have. <laughs> no, he's not in it. He's not in it. <laughs> he's not in it. He's not in it. Um, even Kylo Ren with his... He yeah, it destroys his... Yeah, he spoilers. Doesn't have, doesn't have the mask very long. Uh, yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to do spoilers? Uh, like, let's let's keep... Let's. I feel like it's hard to talk about this movie with without spoilers, but we could yeah. do quick we'll do opening really quick. statements with non-spoilers. I feel like most people that want to see it have already seen it or are going yeah. to see it. Most people that are at least going to be listening to this have probably already yeah, seen I've it. Already so we're not going to waste your time very much. Yeah, um, if you're listening to this, you probably know it's going to get spoiled yeah. anyways, uh, So, but we'll keep it Han Solo dies. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't see the last one, one. <laughs> um, spoiler alert for the last one. Luke, yeah, uh, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's in space. Yep. Yep. It's a galaxy it's a, far, it's a, far away. It's wars and the stars. Yeah. So, right. Yep. Um, you know, it took me the longest time to realize that, like, it's like I would see in a galaxy far, far away, and I'd be <laughs> like, that makes total sense. I never processed the in a long time ago or. A long time ago part. Yeah, why would you? There's lasers I, oh, and shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, it always confused me. I didn't notice it until, like, literally, like, I think one of my ninth grade teachers pointed it out. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, a lot of people don't notice this. This is a long time ago. And I was like, Star Wars is in the fucking past. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, it was a while. Like, I was a teenager before I realized it. But, uh, yeah, Star Wars. So, this is episode eight. Yes. The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to me, it's episode five. <clears throat> really? Do you think it's that similar? Huh? Do you think it's that similar? No, no, no. Oh. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying one, two, and three didn't happen. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. <laughs> so take those out. Like, minute, four, five, and six go to one, two, three. Gotcha. Force oh, okay. Awakens is four, and this one is five. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Uh, so non-spoilers. We'll, we'll just spend a couple minutes on non-spoilers. What, what did you think? Uh, I think it was. I think there are some parts that are really good in it. Yeah. But I think that overall, it is. A bit of a mess of a film, um, really? structure-wise, okay. execution-wise. I think it's messy. It need to be tied up. Huh. I think there's a lot of problems with characters, especially introducing new characters. Yeah, um, that have no purpose. Whenever you have the pieces there with characters, you could already do. Instead, you add more time. Yeah, which we'll get into in spoilers uh-huh. um, with these characters instead of. Just using people you already have established to kind of further or uh, further character development. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. I I just I just feel like the whole film is is, is just a bit of a mess. Okay, And I'm sure I'll be able to talk a little bit more in spoilers. I'm trying not to spoil anything. Um, Yeah, I I think that, first of all, with Ryan Johnson, um, with not having a big resume or anything. Yeah. um, and them taking feel, the chance. You feel like you feel like it shows on this. No, 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 uh, no. I mean, it, it it does in a way, but I, I was gonna say that that for anybody complaining, like Force Awakens was just a remake <laughs> of New Hope. Oh, it was just New Hope. Yeah. Which watching Force Awakens, I loved Force oh, Awakens yeah, immediately, yeah. Yeah. and I never had the thoughts. I'm like, oh, there's similarities, sure. There's, they got to destroy thing, which they even yeah. say in the movie. E- even Hansel, Hansel, like, it's bigger. Yeah, so yeah. How, how do we blow it up? Who gives <laughs> yeah. shit? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but never really hindered it. Yeah, yeah. But people were complaining, like, it's just New Hope. Like, do something different. Well, this movie does something different. Yeah. This movie takes it chances. Does. It does. Yeah. Which is admirable. Yeah. Um, it goes in a lot of directions, like. 
Luke like specifically calls it out. He's just like, this is not going to go the way you think it's going yeah, to go. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if that's going to, well, unfortunately Carrie Fisher isn't with us anymore. So she can't be the one to, to point out the main thing in episode nine, but in, sure. But, but in, in episode eight or in episode seven, Han Solo points out that it's just bigger. And yeah. Better. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in episode eight, Luke points out that it's not going to go. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe Chewbacca nine. <laughs> he just like says something and we're like, fuck, he's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, he just yells. <laughs> And then people out there were like, oh, yeah, do you remember that time when Chewbacca was said, oh, 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 oh. that really was what episode nine was. It was just, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good job, JJ. But, uh, yeah, exactly. JJ Abrams did it again. Um, but, you know, love it or hate it. Yeah. You got all the fanboys got what they wanted. Ryan Johnson went and he did something different <laughs> so he could fucking stop complaining that, oh, it's just. It's just uh, they're, they're, Empire Strikes Back again because it's not. Never, it has, there's a couple things that may be a little similar. They're never gonna stop complaining, Rocky. Well, yeah, That's I know, the, I know. But um, do you agree that this is the most divisive Star Wars absolutely. movie yet? Uh, I mean, other than maybe the prequels. Yeah. Uh, but the prequels when they came out, I think that there was like uh, the prequels are super divisive. But I feel like they are. But like, I think it mostly leans to repeat negative people hating. Them. Yeah, yeah, this one, this one is like really kind of split down. It's it's, it's amazing um, yeah. that the the critic approval is like ninety some percent. Ridiculous. The yeah. audience approval. It is though, that popcorn tin fifty percent over. Yeah, it is spilled out. Justice League audience <sighs> approval is at seventy percent. Yeah, it's lower than Justice League. Yep. Which is a big old pile of shit. Um, <laughs> no, it isn't, but okay. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie isn't isn't a big pile of shit. It's a big disappointment. I think. I think that <laughs> like more to think about it. I I don't hate this film. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that you know I should go see it again. Um, but I feel like the same things are still going. Like, whenever Force Awakens came out, I was excited to see it again. Uh-huh. I saw three three times in theaters. I saw yep. Rogue One three times in theaters. I saw that one twice. I think. Um, this one. I like, I don't know. There, there, there's subplots in there that I just don't want to fucking sit through. Yeah, I get that. Um, that that Force Awakens moves like Force it Awakens does. moves. Force Awakens absolutely, and moves it like has like a better that. flow than this one. This movie doesn't have as good of a flow because, like, we'll get into there's subplots that aren't needed. Yeah, uh, which uh, yeah, um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about spoilers. Yeah. Um. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the cast. Um. I want to say Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill are great in this film. I, I think everybody is really great in this yeah, film. Actually, yeah. I think all the actors do really go with their roles. Uh-huh. Um, uh, even characters that have nothing to do. Um, but uh, my two standouts is uh, Oscar Isaac as Poe. Cause Poe is like the one character I actually thought had a full arc in this film. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Mark Hamill it, there, there's scenes we'll talk about in spoilers mm-hmm. that are so great with with, with Luke. Really is yeah. that's that, that 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 it almost brought a tear to my eye. Okay. Some of this stuff, yeah. like I mean, I was like, God, that, that's great. Yeah, Mark Hamill still got it. There was definitely you know? some stuff for me too. I was like, fuck. Yeah, but mine was more with the new characters. No, mine, really. Yeah, mine was more with the new characters being like, God damn it, I'm gonna lose my shit right here. Really, like it's I'm in love with the new characters, specifically Ray and Kylo Ren. But I am ape shit about them <laughs> I, I have i have a lot of problems with them in this movie okay. um uh, uh i i think adam driver does a great job I, I still think kylo ren is is one of the I, I not even with this trilogy i think that kylo ren may be one of the 
best characters of Star Wars, period. Yeah, me too. Um, Definitely. Just in every way, I think he's probably the most layered character in mm-hmm. almost any Star Wars lore. His story really in this is like, oh my god. It, it, so, it, in some ways. I love it. Really? Like, like every bit of it. I'm I like, don't. Fuck. I, I, it, I don't. It gets me. There's a part where like with his backstory like this is kind of like i don't know is it the first star wars movie to like really like show a flashback real quick yeah so like there's a flashback in this movie mm. that just yeah, this is the first time I they actually did a flashback I think. my jaw literally dropped i was like you are fucking kidding me it mm. was it, oh man they did flash forwards in star wars what in seven no like where they show in epi- some future stuff i was gonna say episode three well yeah i guess seven it's seven they have the vision but i was yeah, gonna say i don't know if any of that's i'll say episode though. three whenever anakin has visions of padme dying yeah yeah yeah. they have they flash do forwards but i don't think they've really ever done flashbacks i mean i guess in seven where she sees the halls of yeah i mean the, they always call the, that i think most yeah. people call that like the force back because yeah. the force like using yeah that it goes to, like, show like the, a vision of yeah, the past the and halls everything. of cloud yeah. city and stuff and then goes flash forward to showing a scene in this film with uh uh doesn't with Luke, yeah, when he touches R two on the head, or, or sorry, no, that's a flashback. Also, yeah. there is a flashback yeah. in Seven. Yeah, sorry, yeah, because um, that shows the temple and stuff. Yeah, it shows Kylo yeah, killing yeah. Uh, Kylo and the Knights killing. Yeah, Jedi so yeah, I guess there was a flashback in Seven, but this yeah. is the it, yeah, but this is more of a, like an actual yeah flashback. actual flashback. Like, flashback. Like, this, the Force doesn't have anything. To do yeah, with it. yeah, it's literally, literally just literally a, f- a character talking dialogue about flashback. It and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know, man. Um. I, I, I don't really I can't really talk too much about the yeah. other things. Um, well, let me go ahead and say my non spoilers. Yeah, sure. Quick. Mine is I fucking love this movie. It is slowly becoming like I really, really have to sit down and figure it out. I think it's becoming my favorite Star Wars movie ever. I uh it's definitely going to be in my top ten of the year. Wow. I am like Not me. blown away by this movie. Mm-hmm. The chances that they took. I think this movie works. And the story of the saga and this and the Star Wars, like a Star Wars movie in general, I think it works in like the time of like the year, like the time of like the generation that we're in right now with everything going on. It's I think it's so poignant and it has so many good like moments. There's like meta criticisms about shit in this movie where I'm just like, yeah, that's like there's like specifically like fuck yous to like the fanboy theorizing culture as a whole yeah where it was just like where like people get obsessed with something and they see something and they're like oh it could go this way or oh it could go this way or oh it could go this way and for some fucking reason fans build up stuff forever and they get all this shit in their head and then they like hold it down on a platter and they're like all right like director this is what we think you have to choose one and Mm -hmm. ryan johnson's like fuck that i'm going this way and he does that with like almost every piece of this movie he like mm-hmm. goes a different way and that's one of my favorite parts of it is that mm-hmm. like luke's absolutely right this isn't going to go the way you think mm-hmm. and i appreciated it even more because of that stuff there's really i think this movie has a really good message that works on even a non-star wars level where it's just like there i can't get into it without spoilers but there is something specifically i I liked Ray enough in episode seven and in this movie I fucking love Ray. I didn't give a fuck about Ray in this movie. At film. the end of this movie, I was like, Ray is one of my favorite characters now. Really? Like I love what is going on. I love Ray in seven. I did not care about her character in this movie. Really? No. I'll, I'll be interested to get into yeah. that then. Let's yeah. let's go ahead. But I mean that's my overall thoughts of it with non spoilers. So I thought mostly everyone did a good job. 
Mark Hamill, I wasn't too blown away by. I thought like he had some really cheesy stuff in this movie, but like that's him for me. So I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like mm-hmm. I, I gave it a pass. Uh, Poe Dameron, Oscar Isaac, I loved in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely, I agree with you. He had he had one of the really more interesting arcs in this movie. True. Um, I like most of the newcomers that come in. I really like Rose, the uh, new Asian character they have. It's just like she doesn't really do anything. They don't do too much with her character. She almost feels like kind of wasted and like there's a whole like plot that we're definitely going to get into that me and you both agree on where it's like, what the fuck was that even there for? Yeah, like right. it's it's yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But um, non spoilers. Yeah, it's I just got. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. I got to take a breath. OK, yeah. so let's get into it. Spoilers. All right. So non spoilers. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, well, first of all, I, I love that. They, they try something different with this film. I like that they didn't do let's destroy this thing or whatever. Yeah. This, no, we destroy a Death Star. We yeah. destroy a weapon, even though it kind of turns into that near the end. There's like a miniature Death Star kind of thing. Yeah. They, like, they have the second. It comes like, from Death Star technology. Yeah, they have to mention it. It's <laughs> yeah. like, don't worry, it's a Star Wars. It's still the Death Star. Yeah, we the still destroy a thing. Road, the whole movie's a road chase, though. Yeah, the exactly. Whole, the whole movie's Mad Max. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the, the whole thing that's a ticking. Okay, it also ties into subplot-wise a problem. Yeah. The idea that this is a ticking time bomb, Yeah, where it's like, we're we on time count- schedule, yeah. we, we have to get back, because yeah. we... We are, we are watching grains of sand fall through the hourglass yes. in this movie. We're yes. like, what the fuck, let's go, let's yes. go, let's go. And Because the whole movie is, is the rebels are getting chased down by... The Imperial, not the Imperial fleet, the, 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 the First uh, Order. The First Order yeah, fleet the, now. The Resistance is fleeing the First Order after the success that they had in Force Awakens. This is immediately the, after Force Awakens. Exactly. The base, the First Order has found where their base is, and they are fucking blowing it up. Yeah. And so the Resistance is leaving. They're escaping. Everybody is on ships. Of, that's They're all the beginning leaving. of the movie, yep. Um, so they basically destroy a lot of their ships a lot of their starfighters and everything they're They're taking heavy damage they're like all right well we only have this much fuel Mm -hmm. we can't escape this flagship they're like snoke's flagship is on their tail yeah he's there yeah um him and kylo ren Mm -hmm. hawks all of them are there and it's like well we need a we need to figure something out like yeah we don't know what we're doing um what we're gonna do to get away from from the uh first order yeah so Poe hatches a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just gone trouble because he's trying to get them all his back because uh, by the beginning of the just, movie, yeah, he, just throwing a lot of yeah. forces at the flagship he, and sacrifices a lot of people. He has a, yeah, he has this the beginning of what is one of the more interesting arcs in this movie where he starts out like. He's like, hey, we have to distract uh, the First Order while the Resistance escapes. Mm-hmm. And so he's up there doing what's a pretty cheesy joke. Like, it's pretty ridiculous. It starts off with a completely tonally off joke. <laughs> the movie does. I didn't. I don't think I hated it as much as you, I but I was definitely like... I literally really? turned to my like, buddy Jason and saw movie and said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he's like, you're trying to buy time. I'm like, well, no, I get that. Yeah. But what is this? Why? What is this joke? Yeah. Like, it's it's a very <laughs> cell phone kind of joke where yeah. it's just like, can you hear me? Like, and then he makes it your mother joke during yeah. it also. He's like, he's like, generally, I wanted to say something to General Hux about his mom. Yeah. Like something is like what cell phone humor a mom joke yeah <laughs> which i was okay like i mentioned to you earlier i was okay with the cell phone joke because like jokes like that like a it fits with his character because poe was very quippy in the beginning of force awakens yeah. he's talking shit with kylo and then b 
Han Solo makes intercom phone jokes like back in like A New Hope. Like yeah. he's sitting there joking. He's like, oh, everything's fine here. How's it going with you? And so, I mean, there's jokes like that, but this one feels very like on the nose and it's very modern so yeah. you're just like what is what's going yeah, on this right. feels very 2017 what's mm-hmm. happening but uh it starts like that um he he's distracting them so the resistance can flee and so then they notice like oh fuck just fucking attack everyone do everything poe goes in there he's a badass we get to see him being a badass pilot which is a great scene is like seeing him Amazing. taking on the ship and yeah. taking out the guns because you keep on hearing about him being a leader and him being like yeah you know you an ace him, pilot yeah, you get stuff. to see him show off in episode seven but though, the problem too, with like episode he, seven is that he was supposed to die in the beginning oh, scene no, yeah, yeah. so he wasn't written into the script yeah. so they really didn't give him like a lot of like personal things to do like they're just like no, yeah they're like well we like working with oscar isaac so much let's put him in the rest of this film yeah. but he didn't have a part written yeah. for him the whole the film yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just one so of they were the like oh yeah so they wrote him in and now this time though he actually has a scene that is poe dameron yeah, yeah exactly and, uh, and he's uh so like he's helping lead the thing and he distracts him long enough. General Leia's like, Alright, get your ass back here, let's go. And he's like, not like this new ship shows up, the dreadnought, and he's like, Nah, General, like, we gotta take out this dreadnought, like this thing, it'll fuck us up. Like, we need to get rid of this thing. And General Leia's like, No, like you distracted him, get the fuck back here. And he's like, I he's like, Oh, and he like cuts off the communicator mm-hmm. and he's like get, he's like going, and so they send in other people to like help Poe turns into this literal star war like there's Mm -hmm. everything battle huge battle in space and poe is pretty much responsible for the resistance losing a shitload of people people. they they got rid of the dreadnought but they lost a lot of fucking Mm -hmm. soldiers sure and when poe gets back he gets demoted Mm -hmm. simple as that generally slaps him across the fucking face he's like you didn't fucking listen to me you're demoted and he's like commander to captain what does he go to but yeah he pretty much gets demoted and that i think is the beginning of one of the more interesting story arcs character arcs in the movie yeah because he deals with a lot of stuff and i really like seeing him but he he like hatches this plan yeah. to go do other stuff because they get attacked again they're fu- they end up finding out that after they jump through hyperspace or whatever it's called in star wars uh the res- the first order is right behind them they end up finding out the first order is tracking them the through hyperspace system. yeah which mm-hmm. is something that apparently was introduced in rogue one like, did you hear about that? No. There's a, it's really fucking quick, but apparently in Rogue One, when they're looking for a Stardust to plan for the Death Star, mm-hmm. uh, Jen Erso is like, uh, or not, what's her name? Is that it? Jen Erso. Yeah, Jen, Jen, Jen Erso. Mm-hmm. She's like listing stuff off and she's like, yeah, there's all kinds of plans. She's like, hang on a second. She's reading them off and one of them is like hyperspace tracking, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and it's well. like, yeah, so they've been working on this for huh. a while and the First mm-hmm. Order pulled that from the archives of the Empire. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little throwback, but apparently that was there. I've, hmm. I've watched too many Easter egg videos sure. on YouTube. So <laughs> right. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have ways to track and... They come in and Princess Leia gets fu- or General Leia gets fucked up. Someone has to step up and work in her place, and Poe doesn't agree with any of it. So he hatches a plan with yeah. Finn and newcomer Rose to like, we need to get, we need to fucking take this into yes. our own hands. But so uh, the subplot's basically like, hey, you guys, uh, we we need to get them off our back. So you guys go and get uh, a hacker, yeah, from this casino the planet, master hacker, yeah, and. Uh, then we need you to get on the ship, yeah. flagship, and then uh, destroy their hyperdrive yeah. tracking system, and then we'll ball out. Like, yeah. We'll get out of here. It's like you need to hack to get on it, disable the device, get back here, and let us jump to hyperspace before they re- restart the device. And we run out of gas. And then we'll, <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Because, yeah, yeah, they're also running out of fuel. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
problem being is that they go on a super fucking long mission <laughs> that they don't it seems like they have no worries about the thing like yeah. not only do they go to this casino planet that i never thought that a director could make a casino planet in star wars fucking boring <laughs> but it's a boring planet it's pretty fucking boring it's yeah. like you look at the most likely cantina episode four yeah and that's more interesting it's like oh wow this is different this is like grimy and sleazy yeah, yeah. and like there's such weird yeah. characters. This one's like, hey, look, it's uh, it's almost like a Groucho Marx, like yeah, you know, yeah. uh, old I, show. Or I something. did, I did like the, I did like the opposite side of the coin though, where it was like most Eisley is like mm-hmm. it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. But then you see this one, and it's like, you know, they're going there, and Rose is like, uh, Finn's like, what kind of place is this is? And Rose is like, it's the place full of the worst kind of people in the galaxy and then it goes it cuts to this guy like twirling his mustache like eh, lovey like he's <laughs> doing something it's like oh so these are just really rich assholes <laughs> which i think is really funny i'm like that's cool i like the idea but there's a couple of different things in this movie that i like the idea of mm-hmm. and then i think it's executed really shittily and i thought canto bite the casino place mm-hmm. is one of it's one of that i like what they do with it later because at the end of the movie we see a callback to it and i'm like this is fucking awesome but I did not like Canto by in that whole place where like Finn and Rose go in and they're like Finn feels utterly wasted in this movie. Yeah, utterly wasted. And he's so fucking good in episode seven. And he's good in this. Like it's, it's cool seeing his character. He's, you know, finning about doing his thing. Well, John Boyega like, is such a charismatic he actor. Is, he absolutely is. And it's like you said, completely wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's not doing anything. Yeah. There is a fun part later where he gets to fight captain phasma. And I really, I really enjoy that. I but hate it's that like part. a minute it's, long. So I'm like, all right, well, that, that, that's the problem with it. Okay. Everything that happens in this side story. So yeah. they introduce Rose, who's Finn's love interest. Yeah. And the love interest feels forced. I mean, here's why I, I feel like it's not, it's, I, I want to be clear about this though. I think it's a one-sided love interest, and I think it's that specifically. Oh, you that couldn't way. tell by the. It looked like even John Boyega was surprised by that kiss near the end. <laughs> That's how she, good ki- an, she kissed her like you would kiss your brother, <laughs> like, or I, she would I, kiss her brother. I really you know? like that scene though Ugh. because that's like Ugh. I think it reinforces how Finn is like he doesn't think this way about her, mm-hmm. and she's like starting to, and she really likes him. And he's like, what the, like, I thought it was this really interesting, almost meta commentary on like action hero kiss scenes where it's like something crazy's going down. Someone's about to die. Let's kiss passionately real quick. And so like they do it in this and in Rose's head, it is that she's yeah, like, right. she said something really poetic and she just saved his life. And there's an explosion about to go off. And she's like, ah, and she kisses him. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, I love that. Cause he's just like, what are you, what are you doing? And he just, he lets it go. Cause he's like. I don't know what to do. Okay. Like he literally doesn't move. Right. She kisses him. This is not a kiss between them. She kisses him and then like passes out. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even look. I didn't think of that way. Oh, um, I love it. It's so I, I felt like the, the, you had to give Finn. Okay. First you had to find a reason for something for Finn to do. Yeah. Right. Ray's gone. Ray's off on her thing. So he can't dick around with her. Yeah. Um, you have to have him something. He can't just be on the ship with Poe. Yeah. So Dizzy's like, also, the big thing is, let's let's give him a love interest. Yeah. Let's give him a love interest. It'll be a little bit, like, kind of a callback to Empire Strikes Back, maybe, because there's a little bit of love, you know. Yeah. Love affair type stuff in there between, you know, Han and Leia and their love story and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's a bigger thing that, to me, is a call 
it's a reply to uh, they have to give Finn a case to the not gays. <laughs> yeah, because um, there's a lot of people out there a that lot of love the, the bromance between yeah. Poe and Finn. Yeah, and I'm absolutely for that. I'm I was like, completely hey, for you, it. You want to turn this into a romance? Fucking go for Disney it. Disney should I have the it. balls yeah. to either be like Finn and Poe are fagging it up. <laughs> Or, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't say fag in an insensitive way. <laughs> Same for humor, by the way. It's just, yeah, I don't want to offend anybody. Um, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, they're, I think they should pull the trigger. Like, if they're, they're yeah. gay, then fine. I would have been like, happy like, with that. That would have been awesome. Good. Yeah. I, I, that's really progressive move in Disney. Awesome. Yeah. Do that, please. But they're like, oh, well, Finn's not gay. Finn and Poe aren't gay. Here, yeah. look, look. Finn loves women. Here's this awkward love relationship yeah. that... He could still be gay, actually. <laughs> Fuck it. Never mind. I mean, he even could have been in Seven, because in Seven, you can definitely see that he's he's not, like, super in love with Ray. Like, no, they're, they're good he's friends. He's attracted to her. Yeah, like, there's definitely the the part where he's, he's like, what? With her, yeah, yeah. he's like, why do you got to get back to Jakku? You got a boyfriend? You got a cute boyfriend? Like, what's... Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, he's, you know, it's whatever. Right. They're just joking around with each other, but, like, there's a little something between sure. them, but I don't, I don't need to see them together. Uh, no, I would have been absolutely fine with Finn and Poe, but they do... They do throw in Rose and like I I've already explained how I like it, though. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not this epic. Like, I feel that's just another thing that reinforces the thesis of this movie for me. It feels like it's like something that like becomes real. It's like the whole entire thing of this movie is that, you know, about legends and you know about fantasy and you know about stories and everything that inspires you. It's like sometimes that actually all of what you think it is isn't true. And that's what I like. Like, I just feel like that kissing moment, their romance reinforces that even more Mm. where she's like, she kisses him and she has this huge thing in her mind. And he's just like, what are you doing? And then like Ray meets Luke and like, Luke's like kind of an asshole. (laughs) And she, and she's just like, never meet your heroes. No, yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Like that's a big part of this movie is that like what you think something epic would be Mm -hmm. when you get really close to it. You're like, Oh, this isn't as good as I thought it would be. And I love the movie even more for that. Um, not, not for me. Yeah. Um, the, the back at, uh, Cinnabite, whatever what was the place called? <laughs> Canto Bite. Yeah, Canto Bite. They actually have a book. Um, I just saw a book at Walmart the other night that I'm probably going to go back and buy sometime mm-hmm. soon. It's a whole Canto Bite book. And okay. the whole entire thing is, uh, four different short stories. Okay. about shit that's happening at Canto Bite like, right. around the time or huh. whatever. Sounds interesting, though. I like what they're trying to do with Canto Bite. It's like animal abuse and war profiteering and like all this kind of stuff. I don't, want, like, I don't want that much. Like, like, okay, I'm just, fine with it. It's just there was already really good stuff in this movie. I don't right. need even more. Well, well for, for a Star Wars side story, like a Star yeah. Wars story, yeah. do your war, war profit war profiteering bullshit yeah that's fine yeah like how my star wars warfare rebel stuff yeah rebels yeah you can do the darker things political stuff cool whatever in my star wars films (laughs) and my main star wars films are based off like 1940s serials they're supposed to be about fun adventure i don't want to hear about fucking war profiteering (laughs) i don't want to hear about hey look at these uh these rich white people white aliens (laughs) are making money off this war look all the arms are getting dealt to uh rebels and first order yeah all the same people like <laughs> i don't care like yeah. cut no, this I, shit I out it. yeah um it's, it, i i i like it it just doesn't feel like it's you don't need this in this in yeah this right sure yeah exactly it's, yeah, you don't, it's you don't the whole it. the whole canto bite part is like we don't need in this yeah, movie this movie no. is two hours and 45 minutes long could have easily been two hours and 15 minutes you could have cut 30 minutes out of it yeah. with getting finn and rose out of and like, that's not the doing that biggest problem is that subplot okay the biggest problem with the subplot is that it's pointless 
nothing in that subplot affects <laughs> anything. It doesn't, but I mean, it kind of, like. I wouldn't say it doesn't affect anything. I would just say that they don't succeed in what they initially set out to do. They don't succeed in anything. But that's what I like <laughs> about the movie is that the movie is about failure. The movie is about oh, yeah, fucking for sure. up. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's a Peggy Sue in this film. Everyone's no, like, Ray's not. a Peggy Sue. Like, no, nobody. Everyone's a fucking failure in this film. Ray only. I got into an argument with Aaron actually uh-huh. after the movie because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't like Ray. Ray's a Peggy Sue. And I'm like, you realize Ray was dead to rights until Kylo saved her, right? Yeah. Like she was dead right. and Kylo helps her out mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, I mean, we're already in spoilers, but Kylo fucking kills Snoke. Yeah. 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 Like he helped Ray. Like Ray was dead. Yeah. And Kylo saved her. Yeah. So I mean, what what do you fucking want? Like I don't know. But uh, let, let's not spend too much time on Canto Bite. Let's talk about some of the stuff right. that we do like too. Oh yeah. And but, by uh, the way, Canto Bite prequel flash by prequel flashbacks whenever they release the fucking. Oh my god, the stampede part. The stampede part with the chase. There's a chase <laughs> sequence with these these these. I don't know what kind. It's some type of alien type alien. creatures. It looks cool when they're in the stalls because it's like puppet stuff, and I'm like, oh, that looks good. And, and then they, they get start on and start riding him around. It's like, oh, it's Jar Jar Binks again. And then she's like, this was the perfect day. <laughs> but Finn's like, no, it's not. Finn's <laughs> like, fucking up the casino is pretty good. Huh? She's like, no, but releasing these animals was. I'm oh like, my God. <laughs> throw my popcorn across the fucking theater. <laughs> I do like, you know, they, they see the kid, though, in the stall. And that sets up something later Ugh. in the movie that I fucking loved. I hated that. I love You, I hate, you hate the ending of that? I hate the ending of oh. it. I didn't, I didn't even notice until somebody pointed out to me. That the kid has force powers, which I hated oh. even more then. Oh. Ugh. I love it. Yuck. All right. All right. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. It's okay. We'll get to it. But uh, 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 what would you want to go to next? So, we're, um, we're done. so, so yeah. The, <coughs> fuck, well, I mean, let's talk about because what happened. Yeah. Canto Bite is not good. Yeah, it sucks. It doesn't. It's, we, we uh, at least me, I like, I mean, we both get what, what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. We both just don't want it. I do like Benicio Del Toro's character. I, well, I mean, Benicio Del Toro's, Benicio Del Toro is great, but. Yeah. He's DJ. He gets introduced in this character in this movie as a guy named DJ who is a hacker. He's yeah. not the hacker they were looking for, but he's not the hacker they want, but he's the hacker they need. He's a hacker that fucks he he Lando's them. Yeah. He, he fucks does. them he tra- over he traders for him. complete money. Yeah. But he's way worse than Lando. He is. Um, but like cause he doesn't do it because he's he doesn't do it because he's in between a rock and a hard place. I lo- I like DJ because he's like the epitome of like true neutral. Like he's like, if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you have a true neutral character, true neutral character. And he's exactly that. Like he's sitting there talking with Ray at one point and he's like, he's like, yeah, man, he's like the, fr- he's like the resistance is just Not as bad as the, or sorry, Finn. yeah, Finn. Yeah. He's like, the resistance is just as bad as the first order. Like, what are you talking about, dude? And he's going through stuff and he's like, let's see what this guy was selling. And he's like, oh, look, some TIE fighters. Oh, look, this. No, look, that. oh, look, an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was helping both sides. How about that? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Both like, sides is buying shit yeah. from. Yeah, I I love that. I was like, cool. You never really see that in the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I like seeing that real quick. It's real quick. Happens. It's fine. And then at the end, where like he betrays him and like takes the money and goes off. Like he even says like Finn's like, what are you doing? Like why did you do this? Like why did you betray us? Like all this kind of stuff. Like don't you know? Like you're doing what's wrong. Like you're doing the wrong thing, man. Like you're not helping. You're supposed to do all this. Mm-hmm. And he gives the perfect true neutral answer. He just goes, maybe. And like walks off, and it's like yes, yeah. It's like this is exactly what this character. He is the epitome of I only give a shit about right, myself. And right, I love it. I uh, hope he comes back in episode nine. Uh, I loved him. But. I, he'll, he'll come back in some something. I'm hoping he'll so. come back in some. Maybe yeah. on movie. Who knows? He'll, he'll sound maybe he'll like, be in the Han Solo movie. He'll sound like Roger Rabbit in that. Also, the <laughs> stupid <laughs> stutter. I love the stutter. Uh, it was so ridiculous. Uh, oh man. Uh, the last thing I had to say about that before we move on is yeah. basically they could cut that thirty minutes out. Make Rose a hacker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Make, like 
them dicking around that planet, you lose the sense of urgency. You do with yeah. the ship moving. Yeah. You need that we sense go, of urgency more. We go on a fucking more. side adventure for some reason, yeah. and we're like, "No, adventures are fun. We love adventures in Star Wars." But you're being timed right but now. We're we, being chased. Yeah. Like, come on, like, we gotta go. You forget that that's happening at the same time. It, absolutely. So she just made her hacker yeah. have them go, get on the ship. Finn already knows the yeah. layout. He was in the Empire uh, First Order. Yeah. Have them do that. Because we're already cutting away with Ray. Yeah. We don't need to cut away to a separate part. Yeah. Like, we already have Ray doing her thing and the uh, the Resistance doing their thing. Sure. We don't need a third thing going yeah, on. Right. There. Right. Just, just I, th- keep I literally think that's only in there to set up the ending. Because I think that kid is going to be something to do with Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. That's what people are saying. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Empire Strikes Back has two storylines. Yeah. It has Luke on Dagobah. Yep. And it has. The rest of the gang yep. escaping the Empire. Yep. That's what this needed to be. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it what needed it needed Ray to be. Ray on the, whatever planet. Yeah. Ireland. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. what that island Oct- actually is. Octu. Yeah. Octu. And yeah. Uh, it needed just them escaping and trying to figure out ways. All it needed. In that vicinity. Yeah. Not them going off plan or whatever. But um, yeah, we didn't need Canto Bite. Yeah. Um, Kylo and Ray. Uh, uh, Kylo and Ray. Here's why I don't buy the relationship. Okay. Um, during the movie, because they're flirting around. There's now a whole bunch of romantic tension between them. You got that? I did not. Oh, okay. I, didn't I get did that not. Either. Everybody is talking about it. Where it's like she's talking about how disgusting he is and how she hates him until yeah. she sees him with his shirt off. Is what one oh, reviewer yeah. says. I've heard people. Do and it was like them that. kind of like flirting around. I set up for a funny joke though, because she was like, "Do you have a?" Like towel you can put on or something. Yeah, which is a, which is uh, from my understanding a reference to episode three or two. Whenever like Anakin would keep on having his shirt off, it's supposed to be like a little nod. Yeah, to yeah, that. yeah. Because Padme would get distracted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it's that Skywalker bod. Yeah, man. but people are like, you know, after he kills Snoke or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's like, well, him and Ray, you know, he's basically her temptation or whatever. Yeah. But um, why 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 it doesn't work for me is because you don't know Ray's past for the first half of the film. Yeah. And there's still a big possibility that they could very much be related. Yeah. So it was giving me Godfather part three, um, <laughs> Godfather part three, uh, bad memories. Yeah. Which there was cousin fucking in that. So I was like, dude, they're going to fuck and they're cousins. And I don't want to see that shit. I, I love JJ Abrams, but I know a lot of people are like, I'm, I'm hoping JJ doesn't fuck it up in episode nine. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie is the fact that it's Ray's backstory. We end up mm-hmm. finding out that she's nothing, that she comes from sure. nothing. And I really like that. Well, that, that's one of the things I really, really liked about the film also. Oh, okay. Um, is is that right? That one scene where you find out that A, Snoke is nobody. Yeah. And B, Ray is nobody. Yeah. Because not everybody needs to be somebody or exactly. related to somebody. It doesn't need to be that. It doesn't yeah. need to be like Lando Calrissian's son. There's <laughs> not just one black yeah. family yeah, in exactly. the universe. These characters like, can stand on their yeah, own. Which like, is they fine. can be their own thing. Yeah. I really I really enjoy that. But I hope JJ I a lot of people are thinking like, oh, like Kylo might be a lion or something and blah blah blah. A, that's just fans lying to themselves. People are just can't accept the fact that Ray is nobody. They can't swallow it. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So I'm absolutely for yeah, it. Right. I don't think JJ's gonna change it because B, also a lot of people are being like, Oh, Ryan Johnson just shit on Force Awakens and shit on JJ Abrams and JJ set up this whole mystery and Ryan Johnson said, Fuck it, Ray's nobody and I'm like no like i i was like i don't know if i buy that and then i actually went and went back and rewatched force awakens and it seems like jj already had that set up and a lot of people just didn't want to buy it because like 
in the in Force Awakens and that uh, moment where Ray goes down to the basement and she touches the lightsaber and has her whole thing. Mm-hmm. She comes out and Matsuka Nana is like, "The lightsaber, it called to you. That's Anakin's old lightsaber." Like, holy shit! And she's like, "You I got don't the golden ticket, <laughs> exactly." And she's like, "I don't want anything to do with this." Ray's like, "No, no, 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 I'm not doing any of this." And Matsuka is like, "You have to. It called out to you." And she's like, "Nope." She's like, "Hey." I'm from J- Jakku. I'm going back to Jakku. My parents are there. Like they're going to come back for me. And Moss is like, Oh, Oh, sweetie. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. no one like stop. Like, what are you doing? Like this literally happens in force awakened. Moz has to sit Ray down and be like, you don't need to go back to Jakku. You already know why. And Ray's like, they're not coming back. And Moss is like, they're not fucking coming back. True. Like she's like, you can't look to the past. You have to look to the future. JJ Abrams set it she's up. She's like, it is the future. They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it is she's coming back. They left like, in the God past. They're coming they're back, coming back, in, the back in the future. Yeah. No, uh, we're back yet. No, JJ set that up. And for some reason, like we all decided to ignore that big part where like Moss is like specifically telling her, don't worry about your past. And in this movie, we find out why she shouldn't be worrying about her past she comes from nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it like she can't be obsessed with her past she can't be upset obsessed with returning to her family and everything because there's fucking nothing sure ray comes from nothing and mm-hmm. that's that's my favorite thing in this movie the the reason this might be my favorite new star wars movie is because it had the whole entire point of this movie is that like you don't have to come from something to be able to fight for what you believe in like you don't have to like have this crazy royal bloodline or like have your parents mean something or like come from royalty and riches or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have any of that. Sometimes you can be nobody from nowhere yeah, right. and you can still make a difference. Yeah, sure. And that's why I love with like the ending of the movie too. Cause this kid's like a slave and he's not doing anything. And it's like the rise of like the new, he's going to be a Jedi or something. Like he's going to do something. He's going to use the force and he can fight for hope. Cause he's got the ring of the resistance on. And it's like, yeah, like that's what it is. Like this is what's so good about this movie is that you don't have to be a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You could be anyone as long as you fight for what you believe in. Like sure. you could do whatever. And I fucking love that <laughs> in this. I uh um from Ryan Johnson interview said that JJ Abrams um introduced those things in seven, mm-hmm. but he had no plan. Oh, okay. He was like, since it's gonna be two other directors, they can do whatever they yeah. want with it. Okay. So he just decided to go like, fuck it. Like, I wonder. I wonder if Ryan though looked back and like saw that part with the parents and was just like, hey, let's Probably. let's run with that. I would then. imagine because yeah. it ties in perfectly. Yeah, sure. So like, I'm sure Ryan went back and studied stuff. Yeah, probably. But I'm also Absolutely. not like. I know J. You know JJ. He might not set everything up, mm-hmm. but he does that sometimes. Like he's just like, like. I don't want to tie everything to lost, but like lost, sometimes there aren't fucking answers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the answers you thought it was going to be has nothing to do with what it actually sure. is. Yeah. And that's what happens in this movie. And that's what a lot of people are getting pissed off about. And I'm cackling like the emperor. <laughs> Cause I fucking love it. But, uh, yeah. I, I think that the problem though with it, even though I love it is that, um, with killing Snoke, first of all, this takes place so close to force awakens mm-hmm. is a problem with that scene. It's just a little nitpick. Yeah. Is that Kylo Ren clearly hasn't had his training yet and he's able to deceive Snoke that yeah. easily. Yeah. Which is a problem. <clears throat> um, that was something that I noticed when I went back and watched Force Awakens because I was like, wait a minute. Snoke said, like, bring him to me. It's time to complete his training. And then, like, episode eight happens directly after this and, like, there wasn't too much time to get training done. Yeah, <laughs> like, what is, yeah, what's going on? He just kills here? him that easily. It's like, why yeah. did you do that the whole time? Uh, <laughs> And like I mean, I, you can say Snoke was distracted with. I think like, that's what it was. But yeah. it's still like it's such a like he's so powerful. Like he was able to 
control Hawks from. No, like yeah. somewhere completely he different. He was able to connect yeah. Kylo and Ray through the force, the force which and everything. Is one of my favorite I, parts I of the movie. I did not too. like those. You didn't scenes. like this. I hated those scenes where they were talking oh, like differently. Like it really this. took me out for some reason. Really? I didn't like it. Wow, yeah, I didn't okay. like it. Um, I loved it. Uh, I love the way the force is used in this movie. It's like so many different new things added onto it. Right. Even what Luke does at the end, it's like this different stuff that I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And there's there's stakes to stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I really like. There's like. It's like you can't like there's actually it, it makes sense with how different characters use it. Like sure. we'll get to Luke in a minute, but there there are stakes to what some of the characters do in this movie. When, when, when Snoke gets killed, though, we do yeah. get an awesome fight scene. We do. We'd see yeah. uh, Kylo and Ray go back to back against uh, Snoke's personal guard. I don't know yeah, what the I think they're are. called like the Praetorian guards or something. something. Like that, I saw yeah, it on like some... uh, one of my friends mentioned it to me, and then I saw it on like when I was actually Christmas shopping last night, and I saw mm-hmm. it like in the toy section. Yeah, it was like the red guards, and it was like Praetorian. Yeah, Christmas like, shopping oh. for me. And you're like, oh, I got, I got a, a pre- prehistoric guard figure, whatever. Um, prehistoric is like T-Rex. Yeah, just, 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 like, well, oh, you take the mask off. They're actually Velociraptors. It connects <laughs> oh, okay. them to uh, Jurassic. Like, oh, like, shit, it's a crossover. Yeah, they're crossing everything over. <laughs> there we go. Um, that, that's why uh, homeboy uh, Trevor, whatever his name. Colin Trevor. Yeah, he had a he had a leave. not in episode nine. He went to go do Jurassic World 2. Yeah, because so. it's going to cross over anyway. Who cares? Cool. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you heard it here, folks. But yeah, heard, that's heard a cool little fight scene, them having like all the weird weapons and shit. Yeah, there's like wet things were really cool. Yeah. Wet things are the reason I really like this. Including spears. Yeah. Cool. Including the, uh, of course, the famous for there by likes whenever uh, Kylo has her lightsaber and yeah, <laughs> does the does the one one shot kill headshot? Yeah, <laughs> he's using his grandpa's lightsaber. Yeah, man. she throws it over Anakin's lightsaber over to him and he catches it. Catch he fucking turns it on and it busts through someone's Immediately head. Turns it off. Oh man, that's um, good. That, that, that's pretty good. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I think Snoke need to be built up a little bit more. I think yeah. Snoke need to be made more like there's just no purpose for him at this point. Like, like even though yeah. I, I like this, like he doesn't need to be anybody or didn't yeah. have to have a backstory, which I was fine with. Uh-huh. I was saying that up until a film, it's like yeah. whatever everybody's theories, I think I probably it's saw nice the podcast window. before. Yeah. I'm like, I hope he's nobody. Yeah. I want to be nobody. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let him be a new guy. Yeah. Let him be someone completely he's random. Somebody that was just there at yeah. some That's point. That's what the emperor was in the original. Like we didn't get no fucking backstory yeah, around this guy. Emperor. We did in the prequels eventually, but yeah. we didn't need anything about no, this guy. We didn't need not. to know anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, but so there, there need to be, he need, I don't know. He need to be seen more as a threat or something. Or I, maybe, thought, I thought he established himself pretty well as a threat. I think it happened too quickly. I think he should die in a third one. I, I like that he died in this one just because it sets up for Kylo to be the ultimate baddie. And it's really cool because it's like, this, this is what I want to happen. Like in, in the original trilogy, like, you know, it's Luke trying to save Darth Vader and the emperor. He's definitely not going to save him. So it's like him trying to save you know him from because the emperor is probably the most evil character <laughs> in, in, in in all films ever. yeah because he just he, he just wallows in how evil yeah. he just gets so much joy out of being just that evil all the time cool. yeah. so uh but like i think it would have been if they tried to kill it like i think it just would have been too much like the original trilogy or the this new trilogy is like the original trilogy mm-hmm. then i think they needed a real way to set it apart and a you do that by making ray a nobody mm-hmm. and then b you do that by killing who you thought was the big baddie and then making the other guy who's in conflict the actual big baddie. Because mm-hmm. Darth Vader isn't the big baddie. He's, you know, not beyond saving. It's like, hey, we're trying to, they're still good in him. I know it. It's like, yeah, you can have that with Kylo too. And so this is why I think it's going to happen. 
he kills Snoke. And I think he's like, you know, he's the supreme leader now. Kylo is the supreme leader of the First Order. I think he's going to go fucking call in the Knights of Ren. But that's the only thing they can do. That I think he's going to go we call in the Knights of Ren. All, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're mentioned in the first one. Well, we saw him in the Force back in Episode 7. Yeah, he's standing there briefly. And, and you learn yeah. about him in this one that they're the students of Luke. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he took a group of students from me and everything. I think he's going to go get the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. And Ray's going to have to face like all of them. Mm-hmm. And... Who know, like I can't see this ending with Kylo not being redeemed, but it could be. I mean, they might not redeem. But that, that, him, that's but... the thing, though. That's why I'm not excited for the third one at this point because, really? like, I am very excited to see Kylo as the ultimate baddie in charge of everything. But, that, but that's so what I, I don't will... like about it because it's like he's not that much of a baddie. I think he is. I think he completely crossed the line in this movie because I, when he kills Snoke, I'm like. What the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. And then when they're fighting together, I'm like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. What is going on? And then at the end, I'm like, what are they going to do? Like, I'm sitting here processing it. And I'm like, what are they going to do for the third movie? Who's the first order now? What's going on? Who's the bad guy? And I didn't fucking see it coming at all. And they stopped fighting. And Ray's like, all right, we got to get out here. And Kylo's like, Kylo's like, no, forget everything. This is me and you. Let's do this. And she's mm-hmm. like, you just see it in her eyes. She's like, don't fucking do this. What are you doing? And like that moment, I was like, Kylo's the fucking bad guy. Really? Mm-hmm. I was like, I love Kylo and he's the actual bad guy now. And I love that he just completely crosses that line. And he's like, because there's this whole difference. The whole movie is about like, you know, not necessarily pain. Like it's like you remember the past, but mm-hmm. like you don't like Ray and Kylo completely disagree on it because Kylo, Kylo's like burn the past, let it die. Like fuck everything. We can do our own stuff. Like we don't need any of this. Mm -hmm. And Ray is finding this like balance of it where it's like, yeah, no, I understand that the past isn't as good as you want it to be. Sometimes I come from nothing and Luke Skywalker is a fucking disappointment. He's like, she's like, I get this, but she's like, you have to kind of remember it and pay like, you have to, you have to remember it. Like it's still there. Mm -hmm. That's why she takes the books. That's why she has the Jedi text in the millennium Falcon with her at the end of the movie. It's cause like, yeah, they didn't get burnt down by Yoda, which is another fucking thing we haven't even gotten yeah. into yet. But, like, they don't get burnt down. They don't, like, Luke's, like, we can't fucking remember it. And even Yoda is just like, listen, dude, like, the past is the past. Like, the the biggest thing for a, the biggest lesson a master has to learn is that their princess is going to grow beyond them. Mm-hmm. And that's what Ray does. Mm-hmm. But Ray does it while also remembering the past. And I think that's the interesting point of them and that's where i think the movie gets very meta because ray is forging her own destiny while also not adhering to the past but remembering it and i think the new star wars movies are doing that too because episode eight is very much so like hey all that old stuff happened and it's important we're not saying fuck it but we have to establish what we are and do our own thing you gotta pass the torch exactly you gotta gotta introduce the old cast they could pass the torch to a new cast and you kill off the old cast (laughs) and then you introduce new characters and you kill them off in the same movie that they're introduced in but they didn't pass any torches to anybody or any new characters and then you're gonna bring in some new old characters exactly that's what you gotta do that's the yeah that's how star wars is cool no uh, i mean that's what they they're like the past matters there's nothing wrong with it but we have to do something for the future you can't just look at the past the whole time sure and that's where this movie is going. The only thing that sucks now is the fact that we had Han die in seven, Luke die in eight. We have no idea if General Leia would have died in nine, but she has to be dead now because is Carrie be Fisher is time jump. Longer. I don't know how they're yeah, going to do that. I don't now. know what they're going to do. I'm, I'm okay. happy they didn't kill her in this one because I think it would have been tasteless. Yeah. And there's already a 
kind of tasteless scene in this film. Yeah, which is the other part I don't like. There's literally only two parts of this movie that I don't like. The whole Canto bite story and Princess Leia, quote unquote, dying in space and then fucking force walking back to the, the spaceship. But yeah. This is the only two parts I don't like. Uh, the, it just the, looks bad. I like the idea of Princess Leia doing that. Well, it just looks prequels level bad. Well, this just connects into a couple part, a couple points I had is that... um. When they get attacked for the second time, Kylo yeah. swings by the main control room uh-huh. in his ship. Yeah, the silencer. Yeah, and he's about to blow it up because of the video game. But yeah, oh, it's, it's in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can play on it. It's called the silencer. Um, he's about to shoot his torpedoes through the command deck. Uh-huh. Leia's there. Admiral Akbar's there. I love that scene. Um, uh, what what what's the other guy's name? Uh, the, the, the Lando's co- old co-pilot. The, the oh, uh, I don't know, but yeah, I know the yeah. guy with the like rigid, like kind of gilded yeah, in his yeah. face or something. He's yeah. there. They're all there. Whatever. And it's such a great scene that that I love it that Kylo is about to, but you still see that he's he's holding conflicted, on to it, man. yeah, and he doesn't do it. It's like yeah. awesome. Yeah. But then immediately two ships. Sh- Fucking love shoot it. in and Loved blow up. The, I hate it. Loved it. Hate it. Hate oh, it. Hate it. Because I love seeing Kylo be like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like he he had it and he didn't do it, and it was like, "Oh, maybe they're still good at him." And they're like, "Fuck that!" And they come in and take care of it. And I'm like, "What? What?" Just I actually would have been happy with with Leia Carrie Fisher going out like that. I would have been completely okay with her. That's what I thought like for a second was going to happen, just yeah. like everybody. But then you see her floating in space. <laughs> And then she just, her eyes open, and then she just flies back to the ship. (laughs) It looks so bad. And it looks really shitty. It's a really shitty CGI (laughs) rendering of Carrie Fisher. Not because she's dead. I mean, she taped the whole film before she passed away. That's her in it, But that was a scene in the film that they were going to do either way. And she just kind of floats back, and she... Gets through the door and they're like, bring her the medical bay. And they open it she's for her. fine. I like that there's stakes though. I like that she's she in a coma. For, she, she's like in a coma for the rest of the movie until yeah. she wakes up again later. Yeah, right. She she married Poppins flies. Yeah, she does. All Back she needed was her fucking umbrella in her hand. Yeah, because she's literally in that position. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's Jace looks at me when we're watching this film. Yeah. And he just turns and looks and puts his hands up and i start fucking i die i'm laughing so fucking hard i my my hands are completely covered covering my mouth and i'm just laughing into my hands trying not to bother anybody (laughs) um but the problem is that they killed akbar nobody gives a shit justice for akbar (laughs) um that was sad yeah he's somebody that's been around since like he helped destroy the other Death Stars, like he's been yep. around this whole time. Yep. He's been a, a war admiral and hero for 30, 40 years. Yep. Um, and that brings you Laura Dern's Goes character. Out like a bitch. Yeah, and nobody gives a shit. It's a problem. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Yeah, Laura Dern's character mm-hmm. um, is is the one we mentioned before. She's Admiral Holdo. Uh, Holdo. Yeah. Um, Who apparently in one of the books that they wrote, which is canon was good friends from Leia back in the day. Yeah. That's they, why... I and they mention that in the movie, don't they? They do. Like, yeah, yeah they shake hands. Like, they actually go to say, may the force be with you at the same time. Yeah. They have, like, a good laugh <laughs> about it. For, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go kill myself now. See ya. <laughs> like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see who dies first. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, but she... Uh, automatically, which is always a great sign of a leader, is somebody that walks up to one of your subordinates yeah. and just, like, starts shit, like, right off the bat. She didn't start <laughs> shit, though. He did. 
Yeah, but she, she definitely started. She it. should be bigger than it though. She, she, she's a leader that should like. I don't. I don't think she. I don't think she. She responded in a bad way. I think she did. I don't <laughs> think she did at all. Uh, and and you know, I guess that she's already suspicious about yeah. spies or something like that. It needed to be Akbar. She they shouldn't have introduced her character. It should have been Akbar. I, I will agree. Holdo should have been Akbar. One hundred percent. Holdo should have been Akbar because the reasons why is because. A, Akbar is close enough to Leia already. They've served. You already believe that relationship because you yeah. know that they've served over the years. Mm-hmm. You just have this character that's been on the ship, yeah. been around, and Poe's like, oh, you're here too? It's like, yeah, yeah where the fuck else is she going to be? Yeah. And, and, and if she was on the ship, you should already know she's there if she's mm-hmm. this like decorated war <laughs> commander and hero yeah. like people know about well, like her he, stuff. it's like he knew about her but he just like because there's a part where he leans over and he's like admiral holdo of like blah 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 and yeah. they're like yeah and he's like oh it's just not what i like he's never I've been seen working her. really close with leia for the last <laughs> few years i didn't know this her one of her best friends is on the ship yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's, um I, I think it's i think it's believable enough for me because there's so many people in the resistance doing sure. so much different stuff it's like yeah, I think that's believable that he like never met her or never really got introduced with her. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. The thing that I do like about her is that she's like, because there, there's a whole thing. A lot of people, I don't know if you're one of them that are, is mad about it, but a lot of people are mad about the simple fact that that whole plot could have fixed been fixed how they see it very simply by Admiral Holdo just communicating to Poe to just be like, hey, this is what we're doing, so shut up. Yeah. Like a lot of people, no, I like, agree with that. Okay, she should. This is that. the thing. I agreed with that too until I watched it the second time. Because when I watched it the second time, I was like, "Fuck, that's a good point." And then I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Oh, Poe wouldn't have fucking listened." Like that's the whole thing. Is that like Poe's whole story in this movie is that he's not listening to anybody? Yeah. But it didn't matter because he's trying to overrun her anyways. That's the thing. It's like so, <laughs> either so way. Of, so a lot of people are just like, "She should have told him, and that would have fixed everything." It's like, no, it wouldn't have. Because he probably would have still tried his own shit in the first place. That was his whole part in this movie is that he was being a hothead. He was being not necessarily reckless, but he was acting with this amount of authority that he didn't really have. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to do stuff. He was trying to take a man. He was trying to make choices. And that's not who he was. His whole story in this is to be like, hey, you're not the leader. So listen to the leader. Mm -hmm. Like you need to learn how to follow. Like, that's something that you need to learn how to do. And so Admiral Holdo doesn't tell... There's even a really funny part, like, when they very first meet, like, he goes up and he's like, yeah, I just want to know what's going on. So, like, you, like, know this and this and this, and Admiral Holdo's like, yeah, I'm aware of that, thanks. It's like he's going up to him and he's mansplaining shit to her. And she's like, yeah, I know. Uh Like, I'm an admiral. (laughs) Like, I know what's going on. And it's, like, fucking hilarious because, like, he's getting visibly mad. And I just... I know people who do that in real life (laughs) where they're just like, like, what are you doing? They know what they're doing. Shut up. (laughs) I think I I just thought it was really funny, but uh, he goes and does his own thing anyway. So I, I don't think that theory is necessarily valid where it's like, you could have just told Poe what was going on and he would have been okay. It's like, no, no, he wouldn't have. Cause he would have did his own. He still would have did a coup in the third act. Like yeah, it still absolutely would have yeah. happened. But he does it anyways. Yeah, exactly. So like, so, regardless, of at least, happen. at least if you give him like a reason, like, Hey, this is what we're doing. So shut the fuck up. Like we're trying to do this. <laughs> That's the thing though, is he wouldn't have shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, well, it's maybe like, I can call Finn and tell him, Hey, <laughs> Hey, you guys don't, don't bring that hacker on the ship. He would have done it. Yeah. He, he would have done it. He wasn't listening to anybody. I, I, I think he would have. I, um, I, don't, I don't think especially so if he's like, Hey, this is Leia's plan. They'd be like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, like maybe if like because that's the only reason he finally buys it is yeah. when they're in the ship, when they're in the shuttles going towards the planet of crate, mm-hmm. and Leia's finally like, dude, this is what we're doing, and he's like, oh yeah, it's yeah. like now you, right? Are you fucking kidding me? But, Which is another commentary on people not believing women in right, our current society, sure. where it's like you don't believe it until you're seeing it for yourself. It's like. Does it, what does it fucking take? Like, just fucking right. listen to someone sometimes. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, his 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 arc his arc was definitely not to be reckless or go be hot headed, you know, because sometimes it can put, you know, yeah, other the, people in danger. It's not just or you that has to answer for it. Can get yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. Somebody should have told Rose that at the fucking end, <laughs> where she saves Finn. Yeah. Let me wreck my ship into your <laughs> ship, which could kill us both. But she saves Finn. And then be so like, I mean, yeah, but, oh, yeah, Finn finally has a reason to be in this movie. He's going to sacrifice himself, which, when I thought he happening, was gone. Did you think he was actually going to die? Yes. Yeah. And whenever it didn't happen, I was mad. I was genuinely mad. I'm like, this feels right. And then she knocks out of the way, and then it's like, oh, well, we can't, you know, all fight. We Sometimes we have to solve our problems with love. As the blast doors are getting blown apart and their friends are about to get fucking killed. I think she has <laughs> one of the best lines in any Star Wars movie ever. I just feels like it does. I feel like it doesn't fucking mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so poetic. And I'm just like, like, I understand what they're going for. Because her exact line is, because I love it. It's so fucking good. It's a, it's a fucking quote. I love it. It's, it's, we're not going to win this war by fighting what we hate. We're going to win it by saving what we love. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that line. <laughs> the thing is, is that you're in war. Mm. So like you have to fight. Yeah, right. Like that's the thing. And I understand like you can fight and you can, you can save what you love. And sometimes that is what fighting is all about. It's mm-hmm. that, that you, you need to have something to fight for. I get that. <sighs> it's just, it doesn't work for me. Right. Like I yeah. love the line. Especially one of the blasters again, blown open. <laughs> yeah. You could have killed yourself and Finn um, yeah. and your friends. And because I don't know Luke is coming. Oh, which yeah, is something no, you get Luke and Yoda, yeah. but oh, yeah. um, we don't even we haven't even really talked about Luke. Um, yet. So what do you? So but what basically, you, what do you think of Luke though? Uh, well, I mean, go ahead and say what you're. Gonna well, say. I was going to say is that there, <clears throat> there's an awesome scene whenever Admiral Hodor, what's your uh, name? Holdo, Holdo, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Hodor. Admiral Hodor. Yeah, yeah. Hold, uh, Hodor. Um, when when one of the best to, scenes to, in the to movie. destroy the ship uh, to to Snoke, buy time Snoke's for the ship. yeah. yeah. To buy time for the, the escort. Re- the resistance finally gets close enough to Crate, and they're like, shuttle fuck pods. it, we have to get in the shuttles Shuttle, and go to yeah. Crate because there's a base down there that we can use. And Holdo's like, someone has to stay behind and man the ship, so mm-hmm. they think someone's still here. And so, yeah, they're yeah. The, the resistance, or the First Order is aiming at the ship. They don't notice the shuttles going off. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there's fucking shuttles going off, and they're firing at the shuttle. Because it gets snitched out by yeah, exactly, by the DJ. hacker. <laughs> it's like only purpose in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the the what was supposed to be the only purpose of that subplot, but yeah. fucking doesn't have a goddamn purpose anymore. Um, so basically, she just goes into hyperspace and just shoots right through the fucking ship and kills herself. It looks so, fucking but it cuts cool, the fucking dude. flagship oh in half. God. Um, it goes to like it. Al- it feels like it, it goes to almost like black and white. And yeah, like the movie just cuts out of like sounds. And and it's it's just, awesome. It looks. So it's fucking, fucking awesome. Yeah. And, it's, and it, yeah, just how it's handled, how the sound goes out. That part is genuinely awesome but yeah. it need to be akbar you yeah, need to go down with the ship and that need to be his bye yeah. goodbye i've seen some people saying that it needs, needed to be like leia too some people said like, leia that's a good way for leia it would have been be but, okay with but, that. but we're already losing luke this movie too we're losing so. luke but it also would rob us of something we're gonna bring up as we get on luke but uh okay yo um yeah luke is great um I I I see why he did it. I didn't, I didn't need to know where some of the space milk came from. Yeah, he just pulls it right <laughs> out the teeth. 
Straight from the tea. <laughs> he's like he's like drinking it. It's like pouring down his beard. He's like <laughs> keeping eye contact. Yeah. With it's, like, mm. <laughs> it's green milk. It's like a blue milk. It's green milk. Um, oh my god! I was, like like I was where dead. he finally gets a lightsaber, he just chucks it. I hated it. that part. I, I hated, hated it. it. Yeah. I at least wanted to like like okay a you were I, supposed to never see his lightsaber again. Yeah. B at least you'd be like where the fuck did you find this and was there a hand with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um because i've been going around with this piece of shit yeah. for... this doesn't do the same thing yeah exactly horrible when i have to jack off yeah yeah <laughs> have you tried giving yourself a stranger with a metal with a metal hand i'm it's almost ripping my cock off like three I've got times cuts everywhere. <laughs> yeah. it's like there's no women around here i got these little uh these little alien things around here i'm not have you, fucking have you them. seen their mouths yeah. i can't get anything from that exactly beaks, which, which, which i also hate that they're on the island like oh you hate that i want okay, to be in seclusion it's like yeah. no i'm in like a uh 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 it's like there's a whole bunch of nuns and caretakers all around. It's like yeah. it's like a monastery. What about the like, what about the story essential porgs? Do you enjoy them? No, fuck those porgs. <laughs> fuck those toy selling pieces of shit. They're cute. Yeah, they're cute, they're right. but they're they're I, pointless. I was just happy they weren't like like they weren't in the movie for that long. It's yeah, just sure. like eh, they're in a couple of scenes. Like if you add up all their time, it's like a minute and a half, sure. maybe two minutes. Sure. It's like yeah, it's not that bad. I think okay. I think it's an interesting take though that Luke is just done. Oh, I love that, that he's yeah. like, yeah. fuck, like, I don't yeah. care. I hate, I get what he's doing with the lightsaber. I hate that he threw it. Threw yeah, it, I, hate, like, I hate it. That was a comedy beat. I hate yeah, that he's just like, whatever. Like, I, he should have done loved, something else. I loved Ray's response to it, though. Yeah. Because she's just like dumbfounded and Luke storms off and she's like, Master Luke, Master Luke. And she yeah. like chases that. Like, I love that. But Yeah, exactly. I um, hated the. I, I like that, you know, he, he's so filled with doubt. You know, and he he disconnects himself from the force. Completely disconnected yeah. himself. He's not even like he's not a Jedi or anything. Yeah. He's just like fuck all this. Yeah, anything which I Love like. It. Love it. Leaves complete seclusion. Which is another meta criticism on like he gets into criticizing the Jedi. He calls it a religion. He calls yeah. it the Jedi religion, which becomes a critique in and of itself of religion. Which is the same thing that Han said. In exactly. Seven. Yeah. 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 I mean, he says it in four. Too. He he's says like, he's a bad. Like, okay, yeah. religion. And yeah. Black, but but he brings up religion. as a religion. It's like a bunch of mumbo. Jumbo. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's all real. Yeah, it's all <laughs> real. <laughs> but My like, son even... kills me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lightsaber through the chest. But go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I just, uh, you basically picked up what I was going to say is, is just uh, that I like they disconnected that, you know, yeah. he's, he's just like, I love, you know, he has such a great point that, that I really do like is that he's like, whenever she's sitting there, he's like, Phil. Like just like breathe, just feel the force yeah. or whatever. Oh, I love that's one of my favorite jokes though. I movie. do like the joke that she has that's and right. tickles her hand. Because Daisy Ridley, like I she, can feel it. <laughs> she reeks charisma, like yeah. almost as much, if not more, than John Boyega. More like, than she John Boyega. reeks it. Yeah. And when she gets a moment like that, and so he's like, reach out, and she like reaches out, and you see him sigh. He's like, and then he just goes with it. He's like. What do you feel? And yeah. he like waves the piece of grass in front of her. She's like, oh, I feel it. <laughs> he's he's Actually, like, that's the force. <laughs> yeah, m- m- most of the jokes that work for me in the film, because most of the jokes don't work for me, but the few that yeah. do are on the island. It's that oh, okay. joke, and there's one where she cuts a rock in half, <laughs> and and those two caretakers are walking with the car, just knocks her shit over. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> and they're just like standing there, and it looks so defeated. <laughs> and they look up, and she's like standing there with a lightsaber. He's like, <laughs> like turns it off. She's like, okay. Yeah, that's the other joke I really like. Yeah, but really um, I, I like whenever you know she. It's like, well, what do you feel? And she like just talking about all the different things that she well, feels like. And it's scene. like, well, you see all that. It's like that's why it's not for the Jedi. Yeah. It's like that's for everybody. He it's actually like, calls it selfish. Vain. He's just like, can't which you is see? what all the prequels should of 
been more the focus of the prequels, which yeah. it's kind of about, but there's not a focus to yeah, where it's like, not enough they're all vain and it. shitty. Like, yeah. fuck them all. Yeah. Like, and that's what, that's what Luke is like. He's like, can't you see that like saying something dies with the Jedi is like, it attributes it specifically to the Jedi and the mm. Jedi isn't what it was yeah. about. Like, this is like, that's not what it is. And I love the whole scene they do where it was like, it was, it was like, it was showing a like dead body, like a dead animal carcass in the ground. And it's like death and it's like life. And it's showing like flowers. flowers growing, blooming, like, yeah. oh, it's, it was very reminiscent mm. of like, uh, Aronofsky and like Noah where like, I don't yeah, know sure. if you were yeah. like, uh, mm. Noah's like giving the, he's talking about the creation of the world mm. and it's like showing like, all the fish and everything yeah, sure. and like animals growing and plants growing. It was very much like that mm-hmm. where it was just cutting away and showing different things. And I, I like that he can sense that she's very powerful and she immediately goes to the dark area of the island. That's a, pro- <laughs> that's what I don't like. Oh, okay. There's no, there's no ramifications of it where he's like, don't go there. Like, yeah. Don't go in there. Yeah. Like that's that, that, that's this, this is planet's asshole. It even yeah. looks like an anus. Don't go down in there. Um, it's completely evil. Yeah. It fucks you up. She goes in there and nothing happens. Like, like she has her vision, but yeah. like nothing happens to her afterwards. Well, I think the ramifications, I think what the ramifications are, aren't so much that it's not, I don't think it's an area just like Luke and Dagobah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an area of consequences. Mm-hmm. I think it's an area of showing you what your fear is going to mm-hmm. be. And in Dagobah in episode five, it's a Luke cutting off Vader's head to see, oh shit, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's what I could be become with all this power that I have. That's what I could become. And Ray, she's looking for purpose. She's looking for somewhere to belong. She's hoping her family will come back. And she goes down there and all she finds is herself. Sure. All she finds is like, she's like, show me my parents, show me something, anything. And it's just her. And she's alone. That's it's mm-hmm. essentially what it comes down to be. I don't I don't think that there were supposed to be like dark side ramifications where she becomes corrupted. I just think it's an area both in this movie and in episode five. It's an area to show the main character their deepest fear. And that's what it was for Ray is that like she was completely alone. Sure. And it was really like I thought it was really powerful. Right. Yeah. I just eh, yeah. it was whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was a cool little callback back to like Dagobah, him going into his yeah. own little thing. I thought, yeah. um, but uh, but it like showed them themselves, but for like different reasons. Sure, like Luke was afraid of what he could become, mm-hmm. and Ray was afraid of what she already was. Right, like, sure. I thought that was really interesting. And that's also where like the flashbacks we were talking about earlier um, is also during this time. Yeah, that uh, really uh, threw me off because there was like voiceover narration for a yeah. second. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this never happens. In we're Star showing, Wars. we're showing like Luke. Yeah, as actually feel like you don't really get the general general story from either. It's like it's like hearing both sides of a story. Oh, with uh, Luke and with Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like they both have their own versions, and it's probably <sighs> somewhere in the middle there. That's but you know one of the parts where my jaw dropped in this yeah. movie is where they're sitting here talking about like Kylo, like Luke's uh, Kylo tells his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Luke tells his side of the story mm-hmm. of being like just seeing something from different points of view. I think that's another part of this movie that like it shows you something and you get to see both sides of it, mm-hmm. but you also get to see like, it's that whole entire point of view thing that Obi-Wan points out where it's just like, it's true from a certain point of view. Sure. Like it's this, like you either see it this way or you see it that way. Luke, what he saw was a moment of self doubt, a moment of shame, a moment of, I can feel this darkness, this powerful darkness in this person. I need to kill them before it destroys everything I've worked for. And he almost does it. He lights up the fucking lightsaber standing over his nephew. 
And he's like, I need to end this. And he then would he, just like call his sister <laughs> and his best friend. You think he would have did something else? Yeah, but, like, uh, hey, I'm thinking about killing your kid because he's fucking evil. Is that I'm okay with you? Is that cool? Like, he's going to save you a lot of I'm, trouble I'm later sorry. on. I'm sorry this is the first time you asked me to babysit, but sorry. <laughs> this is, trust me, it's going to save you a shitload of trouble <laughs> yeah. in about 30 years. <laughs> but, he, uh, <laughs> but he's like standing, like he almost kills his nephew yeah. and then he doesn't. But then... It's too late because mm-hmm. Kylo is dead at the wrong it. time. He saw it. Wrong place and at the wrong time. He grabs his lightsaber. He throws it up. The for- like He throws out the force. He's fighting for his life, even though he doesn't need to. He thinks he needs to. His fucking uncle standing over him with a lit lightsaber right. while he's sleeping, but he doesn't need to. And so it's this whole entire point of view thing that I, f- I fucking loved, which is also what I love about the ending of the movie because you see what everyone else sees about Luke and what's going to go down as a legend. And then when you see what really happens mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful, I, uh, I think it's poetry. Sure. Fucking poetry on a movie screen, man. Uh, ah, love it. But how uh, is this not your favorite? Come on, man. What's going on? Uh, because it's, it's not, it's not empire. <laughs> um, it's not a force awakens. <laughs> There's um, no tauntauns. All right. Goes, yeah. Uh, I need, I need 92 remasters. Just adding <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. we also see Yoda. We do. He's a puppet. puppet. Yeah. Which is awesome. Look good. My like problem that. with, I like, lo- I like, I like the scene. I like yeah. him and, you know, God, I want to go see this fucking movie again. I, All right, sorry, I, him and Luke talking is cool. And stuff like that, I like that, I like that. He just yeah. blows up. <laughs> The, the the place where he the codex is yeah he just blows it up <laughs> he's like sitting there like wiggling his feet he's like <laughs> yeah yeah but that's what i don't like about it is that why is he acting insane he acts like that in episode five yeah only briefly no he that's him like no it's time. not yeah he like does he, he does it to draw out luke and then he goes back to like calm he, he wants he to does. think that he's a crazy hermit he does but he's still eccentric yeah and i think this i think his representation of it in this movie was that same kind of balance that he had already struck. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely, I understand what you're saying. He definitely calms down a lot, yeah. but he's like still like, he's still a smart ass. And that's why I liked about him in this movie too. He's like, what? He pops him on the fucking face with a stick. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Dude? He's like, bam. He's like, come on, man. He's like, you're still, he calls him young Skywalker. He's like, dude, come on. He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, those books are important. One of my favorite jokes in the movie is like page turners. They were not like, <laughs> which is uh-huh. him and, Luke is like that's why I said earlier it's like their whole entire critiquing of the old Jedi religion is the as as a meta critique of religion in general where mm-hmm. it's just like listen yeah those books are important that's really important stuff like yeah you can learn from that but like come on you have to realize we're in a different situation this is the future like we're in the future now you can't look back to the past the whole fucking time you have mm-hmm. to realize there's still shit going to happen and you have to work and strive towards that which I thought was a beautiful sentiment and he what they think accomplished is yet another moment of perspective in the movie that they think they accomplished by burning down the tree. But Ray already took the books. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't even realize. And well, like, maybe right. Yoda does. I mean, they might, they might've, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might've been one of the reasons why you burned it down. Cause yeah. they knew the books weren't in there. Yeah. But, he even says, he's just like, Ray doesn't need these books. He's like, whatever's already in but these she books. Does, like, she she stole them. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she, yeah. and that's good. Like she has that, wisdom to know that she doesn't know everything Mm -hmm. i think that's a good bit of wisdom to be like like it it just harkens back to what this movie is all about it's not ignoring the past it's acknowledging it but not like saying it's the most important thing and i think that's the perfect epitome of what ray's doing in this movie sure um but luke uh also comes back um the, the scenes i love with luke though is wherever he 
is reunited with characters. Well, he reunites R2 is one of my favorite scenes. Oof, so good. Um, because, Cheap shot. Huh? <laughs> Cheap shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever he connects with R2 and whenever he's like, R2. Yeah. Like, it, it's he turns like, into a fucking kid. It feels again. like general nostalgia or yeah. like a general like, meeting. It's like, oh, wow. You know, yeah. it's like you can actually feel like the happiness in him. Definitely. The wink he gives C3PO oh is great. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. The uh, whenever Himalaya embrace and yeah. stuff is just great. The thing I don't like, um, which I mean, one thing you can't you can't help, yeah. but um, it just makes you want. I wish he could have saw Han. I wish he could have yeah. saw him and Han yeah. reunite. <laughs> but what could have helped? I wish he would have reacted in some way, or we got a reaction of Han's death. Yeah, that's from something him that's completely missing in from this something. movie. Yeah. Like I, he gets the dice and he gets a Leia, but yeah. like you don't have that moment of like. Han's dead. Like yeah. this is like one of your best friends, and yeah, it just cuts yeah. away because he's like, "Wait a minute, the Falcons here? Where's Han?" And then it cuts away. Yeah, yeah, and just like you need a you need a reaction. I, I do sort. I do feel like we do, do get some kind of reaction or some kind of acknowledgement of it because you see him go to the Falcon by himself. Mm-hmm. He goes in there and the no, he like of, sits there. Yeah, he like slinks by. He goes into the cockpit and you just see him. He's like, but that's something we already saw and like they released that picture before yeah, the movie came sure. out. But he's like standing there and he's just looking around. And he's like, "Fuck." Yeah. And then he like walks out. Yeah, I think you need a little bit more. No, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would, I would have preferred a lot um, more too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, him, you know, reunite with the characters, everything that was great. Yeah. But um, did you hear what Kevin Smith wanted to do with it? No. Where he's like, he's like, you know how I would have had Luke find out about it is that Luke understands Chewie. So I would have had Chewie give a monologue <laughs> and explain to Luke. I'm like, shut up. See? Get That's that fucking weed out of your head. Have, a, have him say the thing in episode nine. <laughs> Chewie's going to say the episode nine line. When, <laughs> because by the time episode nine comes around, it's going to be a bunch of garbled oh, mess anyways. <laughs> because we're getting one of these every fucking year. So, yeah. um, uh, oh, but uh, Sorry. like like the, the scene whenever he walks out and front of kylo whenever yeah. they're on crate yeah um that's a pretty awesome scene i think that the gorgeous the, i think that it's the salt yeah uh sand yeah sand salt yeah whenever it's getting blasted down because kylo just rips <laughs> rips on luke and yeah. just unload uh, yeah every piece of ammo we have it looks like fucking van. blood is flying it everywhere it's, it's like incredible <laughs> he's kidding <laughs> he killed luke <laughs> it's like he didn't kill Luke. He obliterated Luke. Yeah, there's no more Luke. And he's like standing there and just kind of brushes off his shoulder, which is kind of cool. That's pretty funny. Stuff. Yeah, I like that. He was just like, like yeah, brushed his shoulder I off. Yes, and you know, the go and he's, but it's all a projection. It's all a ruse. Yeah, it's all a ruse. Cause how the fuck is he gonna get off the? Yeah, how's island? he getting off of Octo? We should have done is because I, I like I, I do like the shot of of the X wing being there, just through the, the fucking water. Yeah, I love what that. we should have done is like, oh, you gonna be a Jedi? Pull that shit out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't do it. Just get it out for me. <laughs> I could have got a fucking swamp. This is submerged underwater. Pull it out of the ocean. Yeah. You see that sea serpent back there? He's probably living that. It's so have fun with that. Yeah. Did you see that in the background? Like no. the sea serpent? That, there's a part where he's like climbing up like the cliff and it's during one of those moments when Ray's like following him. There's just a fucking dragon in the water that like comes up and goes down. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, it makes it feel more fa- fantasy shit. But it's, it's really cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't notice it. It's really cool. Um, but uh yeah that, that whole part where you know do you like that do you like the final showdown do you like it's, the, it's okay. the force projection i think i think it was the... clever I, I i liked it um like i have like like blaze hates that scene oh, okay. it's like 
It's like, what, they just dies? Like, he doesn't die, he just becomes one of the Force. It's like yeah. the same thing that Obi-Wan did. I mean, yeah. Like, Obi-Wan didn't die, he just joined the Force before he got killed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel like he, I, I feel like part of that is that it's like, it's letting yourself die, yeah, letting sure. yourself become with the Force. Because yeah. I do feel like Luke, I feel like that's a repercussion for him. He's been disconnected from the Force so long mm-hmm. that when he joins back up with it, it takes a lot of energy not only to connect with it, but he's doing something that we've never seen done before. Sure. And he's force projecting himself to make him seem like he's all the way somewhere else. And I feel like what I like to think at least is that it took so much energy mm-hmm. to reconnect with the force and do something like that, that he was fucking dead. Yeah, sure. And so he let himself. I mean, I love the, the shot, you know, the, the, the twins, the two sons, two yep. sons uh, yeah. shot. I really like that shot. Yeah. Um, Little comment. Like George Lucas said, it's like poetry. Uh, <laughs> um, even though yeah. all of his poetry sucks because the prequels showed. Um, but uh That was the only reason I was happy with that though. I was actually the first time I saw it, I was really pissed mm-hmm. with the final showdown. Cause I'm like, what is Luke doing? What's going on? Why is he is he a god now? What happened? Oh, he can stand up and I'm like, he can take like what the fuck is happening? Like I was pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is stupid. What is going on? And then Kylo does the thing and realizes he's fake. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is it. Like, what are you doing? And then after all of that, Luke dies. And I was like, oh, oh, there's repercussions for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it now. All right. Like if it just would have been him, like if it would have been Luke Skywalker, Skywalker being a fucking God, I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. But he, no, that been stupid. He sacrificed. He literally is the definition of a sacrifice. He sacrifices himself. And I was like, beautiful okay <laughs> done all right i'm good okay red letter media said so whenever they when they reviewed it so it comes out and like it's like i can't really notice like you should notice right at the back because his yeah. hair's different when he shows different. up his beard's short. but he looks like up. billy mays <laughs> it's, it's, it's like his hair's dark his beard <laughs> it just looks like fucking billy mays he comes out with uh what, what did billy mays have like uh, the, the fucking a few laundry things. detergent uh, or whatever cl- no, 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 like oxyclean oxyclean <laughs> yeah i love cocaine <laughs> um oh, but man. uh yeah I, I wasn't a huge fan of of you know him pairing but i thought it was yeah. kind of clever in hindsight it was but, cool yeah i like it you know, um, I, lo- I love the little nod to Ray, uh, the Millennium Falcon showing up and them being like, and the TIE fighters chasing it. And, and Ray, uh, Finn's just like, oh, they hate that ship. Like the fucking TIE fighter going off Chewie or a uh, Millennium Falcon going off Chewie pilot in it, like doing that whole thing. I love that. I like the nod at the end, though, when they come back around and Ray's just there and she like sees the rocks and she's just like you fucking kidding me you gotta lift some rocks like that's, oh, what, yeah. that's what i gotta do with the force okay yeah because that was that little joke it was a joke earlier it's like, yeah. to move rock <laughs> yeah it's like do you know what the force is she's like it's to do amazing things and like lift stuff sometimes <laughs> and she, yeah. he's like no yeah but that's um, exactly what it is <laughs> i think i have anything else really um yeah and so you don't like the ending at all, the final, no, the the orphan. You don't no, like that. No. I, I, no? I thought that that whole segment with the orphans yeah. when you first meet them uh-huh. and the fucking stables it's not good. was the fucking prequels. Yeah, and then just the go back to the kid and I didn't even notice until somebody mentioned it that he uses the force on that broom to pull the broom. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, I would have hated it even more if I would have realized that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah. Um, I, I thought was it. I thought it was dumb. I, I that's that's the most tolerable part of Canto Bite for me mm-hmm. is being able to see that because mm-hmm. I love like 
the other kids are playing they're recreating the fucking scene mm-hmm. and they're like Luke Skywalker blah 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 and they have the walkers and they're like ah, da, da, and, they're and then like their slaver comes it's like I'm about to beat the shit out of you and get back to work <laughs> they're like run they're like oh god they jump up but I think that that's just a uh, it's another point of the movie that just comes back where it's like hey it's a legend this isn't what happened what actually happened is Luke wasn't really there and mm-hmm. he forced did himself but like no one knows that and it's mm-hmm. like or except for Kylo. He came and so <laughs> he came and he faced the whole army yeah. and he was unscathed. So this and, kid yeah. is like they're sitting here telling these stories and he's like, Luke Skywalker, the whole first order, and blah blah blah. He saved the day and all this kind of stuff. And it inspires this kid who's force sensitive. He walks mm-hmm. out and he grabs the broom and he sweeps and he has the resistance ring on. And he looks up to the stars and sees a fucking spaceship go by. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Canto Bite tolerable for me, is seeing that moment where I'm just like Yes, which is like even this kid who probably comes from nothing, just like Ray, if he fights for it enough, if he believes in it, he can do something wonderful. Right. It does remind me of Ray. It reminds me of Anakin. I hate (laughs) it even more. He's like a little blonde kid and stuff like that. So it's like I was hoping when they originally went to Canto Bite there that it was pod racing. Like when oh they went gosh. out, when they went out and saw the dog oh stuff, and I was like, "Pod racing is just too big." Pod racing is too, it's too big. Like it's too much. They're, they're just running a track <laughs> is one thing. Like pod racing is like a whole yeah. like uh, big I want, ass I area. I love pod racing. I loved it. Though. Yeah. I, I, I wish it would have been that. Um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, so, so even with that kind of realization for it, you don't, you don't like the the kid at the no, end. Fuck, no, no, fuck that kid. enough. That kid can suck a whole bag of cocks. I hope he hears this. Hey, kids, like, suck a whole what? bag of cocks. <laughs> or if you get old enough to realize what that means, like, huh? then you can go fuck yourself. With that broom that you Yeah, with that broom, you piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit seven-year-old. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I, I thought it was really good. Uh, I, I thought it was, like, cheesy the first time I saw it, and then I was like, wait a minute. And I, like, really thought about it, and then when I saw it again, I was just, like, piecing everything together. I was like, it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, that was just, just seeing it come together. Like I don't think it's a bad it. movie. I, yeah. I think it's fine. I, yeah. I, I think it's a... I think it's messy. It needs tightening up. It needed. It does. It's, got, it's thirty minutes too fat. It's it, yeah. It it, it should have ended thirty minutes sooner than it did. Yeah. Um. Definitely. It should just cut out all that stuff. All can't do a bite. Yeah. All the Finn and Rose's stuff. Uh, I was okay with them going on like Snoke ship and everything. I like all that. Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, they should just cut but directly they didn't to need that. To go on a wild fucking goose chase. To make get, her like, the hacker. hacker. Yeah, she exactly. could be a hacker character. You don't know anything yeah. about her. Just make her the hacker She's a character. New character. Yeah. <laughs> Have them get on the ship. Her figure the stuff out. You're getting yeah. captured anyways. Oh yeah. By the way, Phasma. Uh, who gives a fucking one? Don't bring her back. I don't <laughs> See, give a shit. This is the thing. You like so you don't like Phasma, but isn't like you have a tattoo of Boba Fett, don't you? Yeah. I see Boba Fett and Captain Phasma. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is definitely the Boba Fett of this. It's like a character that's not really there that doesn't do too much. At least we get to see her, like, Captain Phasma do shit. Like, Boba Fett, like, the moment he actually tries to do something, he fucking falls in the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi. But it's the Empire Strikes Back tattoo. Because it's him and Vader on the tattoo with a banner that strikes back around him. Oh, okay. But he doesn't even do anything. He just hunts down. Yeah, exactly. He just looks cool. (laughs) okay yeah as long as you know that okay i do <laughs> i'm like what is but phasma you know she's just just keeping the trash compactor she's, unless she's unless she comes back love, in the I third the scene she's not bad fuck her <laughs> <laughs> she's got blaster proof armor she's she's so she, she, she's just like boba and that she's fucking stupid <laughs> she she is stupid she yeah. stands yeah, like yeah. hey and she turns her like oh and <laughs> yeah just knocks she's her like out. she's like instead of killing these guys uh a blaster's too good for them let's go get something else let's drag this out so we can Give them some time. It's to, literally like, the first out. awesome powers. 
where Scotty's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, I'll just go to my room, I'll get my gun, I'll come back, we'll just shoot him. It's like, how about no, Scotty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's I just exactly want to talk to you, will be there and be like, how about no, Phasma? Listen, I'm not saying Captain Phasma is smart. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not saying that. Um, but I thought the fight was, like, really... Unless it, was, it, it was done before I knew it, so I got kind of pissed off with right. that. But it was a fun thing. There's, It's a nice little long take because, like, it's just a side shot of them fighting and Ray or uh, Finn swinging and Captain Phasma swinging and like he backs up and he just yells and he's like come on and she like fucking swings again and he blocks it and I fucking loved it I didn't, I, I didn't it's only like 30 seconds long all. so I was like fuck like why couldn't it have been longer I just I, I hope I, she comes back I do too just so she gets killed in another way <laughs> trash compactor death fall into some fire what can they do with third one yeah I know I don't throw into a snarlight <laughs> maybe maybe they find another one have Finn get blinded it's like it's like poetry there you go. have, have, have uh, Finn get blinded and then him turn around and hit Phasma's jetpack. She falls into a like pick. There what if go. they put Captain Phasma in like a metal bikini, but like kept the helmet on her? Oh so yeah, was... yeah. Then she falls in a like pit, and then <laughs> Kylo Ren comes with his Death Star. That's actually, actually, it's not Death Star. It's not a Star Killer base. It's it's like a Mega Star Killer base. It's a bigger planet. It's bigger, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know we need a, we need to blow something else one, up. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> they rebuild circle. What else base. can they do? They, they like, make a bigger one. He's so evil now. <laughs> they just made another super weapon to destroy planets. Exactly. He is going to be the super weapon. <laughs> he is gonna be, he's going to be a planet. He's going to get mad and yell at stuff, <laughs> and it's going to destroy the planet. He's going to be so emotional. He's yeah. he's he's going to bring My Chemical Romance back. <laughs> they had some good songs. It was all right. Yeah. No, they were good. They're fine. <laughs> um, it's the first emo group that came into my head. Yeah, that's a good one though. It's yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> I I hope fucking the Knights of Ren show up and Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren really <sighs> is the you... only thing I could think of. Really. Yeah. Like, is there anything else that you really see happen in Episode Nine? Like, you think they're gonna? Like, they, what do you? They better you... kill somebody. One of the main characters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd see this this time. The, the only time I ever felt like somebody was gonna get hurt or die was I was like, they're gonna kill Poe because he was so close. To, <laughs> he was so close to Leia all the time. Oh yeah. I'm gotcha. like, this is a ticking time bomb. This isn't gonna. Oh, you mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because he's literally with Leia. I'm like, yeah. if they try to find <laughs> like some like we gotta get rid. Carrie Fisher's dad said, get rid of Leia. Yeah. Yeah. So. Since Poe's with her like a lot, I'm yeah. like, oh, he's going to get blown up with her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's the only time that I was like, oh, somebody's going to die. It's going to be him. Definitely. Everybody else, I'm like, and eh, nobody's going to die. Yeah, um, they'll you, probably you, just kill Rose in the next one. Well, at least at the at least at the end of like Empire Strikes Back, like Han Solo Han gets frozen, was frozen, yeah. which he, he wanted to die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford wanted. They're to. Like, Let's just freeze you. That way, if you change your mind, we can if we pay you enough money, we can have you come back. Back, so. yeah, exactly. Um, and then he was supposed to die in return, also, but they mm-hmm. didn't do that scene. Um. But uh, he finally got the death he wanted. I don't know if it's wanted, but he definitely got death, which is what he wanted. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think they had to do Knights of Ren. Um, they have to. They have to introduce it. J.J. Abrams is doing. A def- I'm, I'm 80 percent sure that he's going to do something with them it'll because be, he introduced them. Yeah, originally. It'll, it'll be cool that since he's the one that started all this, he's the one that's coming back to finish. Yeah, it. Snoke, so you I'm, have I'm okay to have Kylo. That. Like Kylo can't. Kylo's too conflicted just to be fully evil. Yeah, like. You had to have something else kind of running before it was snow kind of like it was their relationship yeah. that was kind of driving it. Now you have to have somebody else. He's probably yeah. gonna he's probably going to be evil, but he's still going to be conflicted. And I think it's gonna come down to a moment of maybe redemption where Ray can help him and the knights are gonna be the one pushing him to be yeah, like, right. No, you're the one that led us. It's into like, hey, we're your old frat bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, let's just pound some beers. Like, come on, man, get some beers. Let's do the butthole chug. Let's, let's, yeah, let's go butt chug some beers and go downtown <laughs> look for some poon. 
Come on, dude. You want to do some quaaludes? Get some of that twee, twee like pussy or whatever. Yeah, twee like puss. <laughs> Is that what they are? Twilight's, twee likes, whatever. Twee, twee likes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got anything else? Nah, that's all. Is that good. Good. Yeah. What would you give the award to? Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I give Oscar Isaac awards and even thinks he's terrible in though. Fair enough. He's he's one of my favorite actors out there. He was like. The only good thing, X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was fucking terrible. Yeah. And he was terrible in the movie I couldn't also. Even, uh, couldn't even finish that movie. Um, Oscar, yeah, Oscar Isaacs is incredible. Poe is just a really well done Well, Poe is my favorite character in the for, in Force Awakens also. Even though he was barely in it, I, I was like, oh, he's like the Han, so I yeah. like him. Automatically. Yeah. I mean, I think Kylo was still the best character. Yeah. But my favorite one was Poe, so I just liked him kind of getting expanded. Everyone understand that a bunch of things that happened in this movie... I mean, I don't think that this is really defending. It shouldn't be a defense. A movie should stand on its own. Yeah. But a lot of things have been happening. The comics and the books have been kind of referenced within the movie. Uh-huh. So like in that Poe Dameron comic series that's going on right now, yeah. Poe has been depicted as a hothead uh-huh. and kind of going and doing where the fuck he wants. Yeah. And they just kind of incorporate it into the film or vice versa. Yeah. And so giving him an arc and stuff and just him being there and stuff is his... Uh, probably give the award to yeah fair enough that's, How about you? that's a good one um yeah. i'm giving yeah, i'm giving the award to both uh kylo and ray yeah just both of them man. adam driver There's, and uh, uh i mean not even really the actors the characters oh, like kylo characters. and ray oh. like what is going on with them mm-hmm. is some crazy shit that i love really? it's I'm, just it just wasn't Ky- kylo just like completely losing his shit and becoming the he is the bad guy now and then ray like us just finding out that even though she absolutely comes from nothing, she can still actually matter and do something. Ugh. I like when he smashes God. his helmet. That's a really cool part. Yeah. Oh, you're just like, hey, your fucking mask looks stupid. Don't wear oh, that shit that's, anymore. That's another. I, I love it about like <laughs> fucking bullshit. I, I love characters. That's why I like Anakin, even in the prequels so much. That's why I like Anakin. Like, I love characters that are pushed and pushed mm. and pushed, and just people don't believe in them, mm. and like they end up becoming what like they're they're bad because of what other people are pushing them towards how do you think school and, shootings happen <laughs> school shootings happen because that Jesus all the time Christ. all right so anyways uh there. no but he anakin gets pushed in the original trilogy like he comes in and he's like i could maybe be a jedi and they're like no this kid's he's too old he's got nothing but fear he can't even say like, coruscant kind of right yeah, exactly. he's like coruscant he, he doesn't even know what a lightsaber is he says laser sword listen to this shit no, 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 no. Get, get, shit. Fuck this kid. <laughs> get him out of here he thought he thought fucking queen Padme was a fucking angel get him out of here <laughs> you an angel we don't even have christianity here what the fuck is an angel <laughs> apparently they do with all that messianic bullshit yes, yeah. yeah uh no, like, but they just push it, and, like, so I like, like, Kylo, like, his, he's, he's, like, getting shit on, like, in this whole movie, like, like, fucking Snoke is just, like, dude, like, I thought you could do this, and you couldn't fucking do this, like, you couldn't bring me Ray, like, you couldn't do any of this, like, what the fuck, and, like, he tells him, like, it's one of the more unfortunate parts, because I really like the mask, but he's, like, take off that ridiculous fucking mask, and Kylo's, like, all right, and he takes it off, it's, like, he's just catching shit the whole time from, like, everybody, that's why, like, uh, I'm not eat your for... vegetables on your plate. You're gonna get dessert, <laughs> Kylo. I don't like vegetables. I, like I'm, I'm usually not one for uh, spinoffs too much, but Better Call Saul from like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Like you get to see this trajectory trajectory of like this character is just like he's only becoming what everyone thinks he is because of what how everyone treats even him. his brother, Ex- especially his, his own brother. Like a piece of shit. Exactly. Like spoilers for Better Call Saul, but that's how that show goes. It's on like a third season or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot on Netflix. You should check it out. But uh. 
that's what ha- that's what's happening with Kylo is that he's just getting pushed mm-hmm. and like he's becoming how he is because people don't fucking believe in him. They treat him like shit. And he's it's a very sor- sorrowful uh, downfall. Yeah, sure. I, I really like it. And then I just really like that. Ryan Johnson was like, fuck the fans and their bullshit <laughs> theories. Like, here, raise nothing. Now shut up. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I do like that. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I do. I do like that. Oh, man. It's beautiful. Love it. Um, We're like two hours into this. So yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll just do our recommendations real quick and call it a night. Yep. What do you... All right, so yeah, but Star Wars. Overall, you think it's okay? It's fine. Last Jedi, yeah. It's fine. Love it. I mean, it's not really a recommendation thing. It's 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 more like if you're going to if you like Star Wars, you're going to see it anyways. Yeah. It's just like a Marvel <laughs> movie. You recommend this Marvel movie? It's like well, it's a Marvel you, movie. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you you're this far in, might <laughs> yeah. as well. The Star Wars well. film, uh, I think I think that with this film that that's really you're going to base your own opinion off of it. It's very uh-huh. polarizing for fans. It is. People are putting petitions to get it taken out of canon. <laughs> it's which, all yeah, they're already You don't like, think it'll take out of canon, but like make a remaster where you just you just post Amara Akbar's face over Laura Dern the whole time. <laughs> like it's so her, it's so her body, it's yeah. so her, it's so her voice and everything. It just has, she just has a fish head on. <laughs> it's just, it's just Admiral Ma- Akbar mid yelling, "It's a trap!" Like, yeah. like, this, is, this is, this is just, this is just Akbar. This is Akbar halfway through his sex change surgery, <laughs> where he was also going to turn into a human. What a terrible way to go. He had, he had a whole future as a oh, woman. He, he, was, he was suicidal. Yeah. He tried changing genders and he realized it was a trap. Yeah, so exactly. It's a fap. <laughs> um, so anyways. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Uh, apparently not The Last Jedi, though. So there we go. Um, so what do you got for a recommendation? Anything you've been watching, reading, seeing? Anything you want to watch, read, see? Got anything going on? Um... Let me think. What do I? What have I been? I've been playing a game called Not a Hero. Yeah, I'm playing you can it. Tell like, me about yeah, that. Uh, it's it's like an eight bit game. Okay, it's on the PlayStation Four network. Yeah, uh, you can download it. Well, a few months back, it was a free download. Oh, okay. So I just had it sitting there and I played it. So I just I'm like, oh, I just want like some quick game. Yeah, and it's like an eight bit over violent shooter. You're trying to help this humanoid bunny. <laughs> thing okay. run for mayor yeah so you're cleaning up the streets <laughs> so it's basically takes time over like 18 days okay so six day sections the first six is dealing with a russian mob yeah the second six days is dealing with a, a street gang and the third is done with yakuza and uh yeah, it's it's really violent, and <laughs> you you have like little tasks to do. Really silly. Yeah, okay. you have tasks to do each uh, each it's level like and stuff. Like yeah, it's a side scroller. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's um really violent, and there's no like there's no voiceover or anything like that. You like read everything, and it's like weird oh, okay. like noises, yeah. and every all the characters you keep on getting are like strange and shit <laughs> like that, okay. like. I, it, it's it's really over the top and it's probably only a couple bucks so you yeah. should check it out um cool. and it's it's really funny huh. it's really weird and quirky yeah it sounds really funny and um i like stuff like that yeah um but i'd say definitely check that out um uh, we also both saw we didn't do a review of it was the disaster artist yeah yeah um which i thought was pretty good i liked it yeah, um really i thought it was really sad but it was, it, it, well it, it was is good. sad especially when you think of reality like the reality of it is that Tom Wiseau is 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 a mentally imbalanced 
human like being. It, yeah. <laughs> um, I wish that the movie was a little bit less comedy and like it, it needed it needed to pull like a David Fincher, like it needed to go like Social Network, like it oh, it, need, okay, it needed yeah. to deal with like the psychosis. Yeah, instead of being gotcha. like a comedy, of, like of someone being, being like, that obsessed with yeah, and yeah. Instead of yeah. instead of being like, look Would've how been, funny this guy is, like because yeah. he's foreign and doesn't understand things. Yeah, exactly. It needed to be like the reality of it is that he's unhinged. That he was a little bit more malevolent. Yeah. Or is a little malevolent in real life. He's more manipulative of uh-huh. the people on set. Like, there's a couple scenes that shows him being mean yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, it was way worse. And it really needed to deal with that. Like, he needed to be an anti-hero instead of, like, a, a James Franco doing a joke impersonation. Of, yeah. Which, which I yeah. like him as Time was so, actually. I like him a yeah. lot of times. <laughs> yeah. He did a good job. I actually that. bought it for a while there. So, like, at first I'm like, oh, just James Franco some shitty prosthetics. Yeah. But then, like, once I started watching it, I'm just like, there's some shots I'm like, he really looks He's like him. He looks it, yeah. like him a lot a really sometimes. Guy, so. yeah. But, yeah, it's just a pretty good movie. Yeah, um, I liked it. Yeah, it was really good. I didn't think it was great. I, I, I thought it was pretty good, though. It's no, it's no Ed Wood. Ed Wood. You, you never heard the movie Ed Wood? No. Ed Wood was a movie directed by Tim Burton about Ed Wood. Ed Wood was a director. Oh, okay. Real life. He planned nine from outer space. Let's see it. You know what it is. I've heard of it, yeah. It's held as like one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, okay. Um huh. he was the director of it. Yeah. He was like a really, really bad director, but that movie <laughs> it's a movie about him and stuff, and the movie's okay. amazing. Huh. And uh yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the disaster artist was really good though. I like that. Hmm. Um so my recommendation I just got a quick uh, recommendation. So I watched uh have you ever watched Easy on Netflix? Mm-mm. It's a show that started last year. Season one started last year. They just released season two. Um, I fucking watched that whole season. It was only eight or nine episodes, but I watched that whole fucking season. Like, I watched six six or seven episodes of it, like, in one night. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, I just went back and finished it. Like, I watched, like, the last <laughs> two episodes. I finished it in, like, two days. It's incredible. Um, the whole show is in... It's an anthology series that follows... It's a Netflix original. It's an anthology series that follows these, like people who are in chicago and uh it's different like it's modern but it's like different like age brackets and stuff and um it just deals with really interesting like modern life stuff mm-hmm. like one episode deals with this uh husband and wife couple who are wanting to start exploring like an open relationship and like having like sex with other people and uh, just just having sex, like not becoming polyamorous, not like saying they love you to each any, anyone else, but like having sex with other people and using that in their relationship kind of. Sure. And it goes through like how a new couple or not a new couple, but a couple exploring something really new and exotic like that. It explores how they would go about handling it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's like one episode. Another episode is like this. These two brothers who are like starting a brewery. And they're both doing it for like different reasons. And one like has a family that he's starting and like has to look at it as a business. The other one is like wanting to try different recipes and like make beer and like into art and like all this kind of stuff. And like they clash because they're just like, what look, we're doing it for different reasons. And like, what the fuck are you like? You need to do it because of mine. And no, you need to do it. Don't hold me back. And all this kind of stuff. This other girl is this other episode is like this young high school girl who's like, uh, she has like really rich parents and she comes from a rich family and they're her family's like super cool but she like gets caught like 
having sex with her boyfriend in her bed one day. And so her parents are like, all right, well, guess what? We're super cool and laid back and we're Christians and we go to church, but we don't make you. It's like your punishment is you're going to have to go to church with us for a little bit. That's way worse. And she's like, <laughs> just ground me. And she's like, are you saying? Yeah, exactly. That's how she looks at it. She's like, are you serious? And she starts out like being rebellious and going to church and like, she's like, whatever. But then like, she starts realizing stuff. She's like, Oh, like, like there's really good stuff like how like you know we can help out people like she starts becoming really generous actually but then she gets pissed off with the church because she's like she there's one part where she like donates her savings that her parents have for her and it's like fifty thousand dollars and she's like yeah fuck my parents they're gonna make me go to church fine i'll give fifty thousand dollars to the church <laughs> and she gives it to the church and her dad's like what the fuck did you do and like tries to go get the money back and she's like ha ha see my dad's got to deal with this shit now and then like she finds out she's like she goes to the the pastor there and she's like yeah like I gave you that money like what'd you end up doing it with it that's awesome and he's like yeah we needed a new altar and he's like she's like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and so like she loses her shit because the pastor used 48, like $50,000 to get a new fucking altar. And like, they couldn't get the money back for it. So she like, she was pissed about it. Her dad was pissed about it, but she was actually trying to do something good. And like, that's just one of the episodes. Uh-huh. And like all these other episodes, they just, they deal with such interesting stuff. One, one episode follows like half of it follows a comedian, a rising comedian, and the other one follows like a prostitute who's like self-employed and does her own shit. And it's just so fucking interesting to see this like raw, natural take of like people living their lives and doing this like just have just struggling, just right. like in the modern day that like where we all do such different stuff and we all like look for purpose and what we do, like just seeing these people like do random shit and you're like what is going on right it's it's just really it's it feels like a really honest show they it's a it's been described i don't know if you've ever heard of it uh some of it is like falls into the the genre of like mumblecore where it's like where it's like people are like yeah they talk but it's like kind of a lot of improv yeah they're just like Mm -hmm. talking and like it's weird like there's not that much like music or like non non diegetic sounds where it's like sounds outside of the, like every sound that you hear is like a sound that a character would hear or something. Right. So it's like not a score over it or mm-hmm. anything. So it's really weird, but uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like the most interesting show that people aren't talking about right now. Sure. Cause like no one I ever talked to has like heard of it. And I'm like, it's fucking incredible. It's called easy. Yeah. It's uh, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's got two seasons. The second season just came out like two weeks ago, Okay, but it's, it's really good. And it's, uh, it's like hour long episodes, like 45 like okay. minutes or so, but it's like both seasons I think are like eight or nine episodes. So it's a good chunk. Like you can watch a good bit of it. It'll keep you busy for about a month. If you watch like an episode every now and then. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's good though. It's uh definitely like rated R and shit. Like it shows nudity and stuff. Like, they do not shy away from like, hey, this couple is going to be exploring some sexual stuff. You're about to see some fucking sex. Let's see some like, VMP. <laughs> yeah, it like gets into it. It's like HBO kind of. I mean, but that's Netflix. Netflix shows whatever yeah, they can do they want. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, easy on Netflix. Cool, it's pretty good. Awesome. Um, I do before we wrap it up real quick. I do have a lost Megan update <laughs> since right. we haven't had one of those in a while. Mm-hmm. I was able to catch up with her and watch some stuff. So she is on season four now. Um, and one of the big things happened in the show that I was very happy to experience with her. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was losing her shit. Um, so the whole show revolves around kind of like flashbacks where it'll show the people on the island before they were on the island. Yeah, sure. And so in season three, they start doing this stuff where they show Jack 
and he like looks a little the main character one of the main characters and he like looks a little different and he's going through some shit mm-hmm. and you don't really know what's going on and it's one of the best parts in the show because on the island they're getting ready to like get off the island there's like oh there's a tanker offshore and they're sending people here but someone's saying that like the people on the tanker are actually like if they make it here we're all gonna die it's like, so what do we do? Do we let them come? Like, what's going on? And so, like, there's this whole dilemma within the camp of, like, do we let them come or what's, like, do we need to get rescued? And so they, most of them want to get rescued. And so you're like, oh, are they actually going to get rescued? And it's in spurst in between these flashbacks of, like, showing Jack off doing, like, other stuff. And you're like, what the fuck is he doing? And so the season finale is that you see Jack in a flashback and he go like he calls someone and he's like, hey, I have to meet you at the like, can you meet at the airport? Like, I just need to talk to you. I'm sorry. And so he meets up with him and it's a girl from the island. And he's like, hey, she's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you calling me? And he's like, we have to go back. It's like we made a mistake. We fucked up. We got to go back. And you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? And she's like, we're not going back. Like, we got off. We're not going back. And so the whole season ends with like him yelling at her. She's driving away. He's like, we have to go back. We weren't supposed to leave. And so you end up finding out like a lot of those flashbacks you were seeing of them were flash forwards. Uh-huh. And so they actually do get off the islands. And so like the next couple of seasons deal with that and mm-hmm. they start showing like other people off the island, like what's going on, who all got off, who all still there, like is what's going on, like who like what are they hiding? Like what does people know about this? Like it's a whole thing. It's one of the biggest revelations in the show. And right. Megan like lost her shit. She almost killed me. So <laughs> it was pretty good she's uh she's seeming like she's liking it though so i like it that's good she's getting into it she's liking it so like i've told everyone already since i'm talking about it with her we're spoiling the shit out of it so if you haven't seen it sorry you need to go watch it on netflix or something i guess yeah (laughs) yeah, i'm just every week until she finishes it i'll try to talk about it when she watches it but we haven't been able to do that for a while because my schedule is different at work now so i couldn't hang out with her to watch that and then even us like we're behind on our podcast stuff because yeah, right. <laughs> this fucking shift hopefully it'll be over soon though it was only supposed to last for a month so hopefully after you know 2018 kicks off hopefully we'll be kicking it off right and i'll be getting back to my normal shifts and then right. we'll have the weekly episodes coming out more but we're recording when we can so yeah it's for just, sure. just a hobby for us so that's all we're doing right now um i think that's it yeah cool all right um Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you've got any questions, I'd really love to hear what anyone thinks about Star Wars, regardless of if we think it's one of the best movies of the year. I definitely do. I know Rocky's not here. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but I, I know it's a big cultural thing. So I would love to hear if yeah. anyone has anything to say about it. I know there's got to be opinions out there. If anyone thinks anything, they can put it on our Facebook. They can go to Twitter. They can email us. We're in the Award Goes To Podcast. You can reach us on our Gmail it's and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's and the award goes to podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the movie. Let us know if you have any movies. Like, we're going to be hitting a rough patch here soon because it's, you know, what is it? Fuck you, January. Yeah, so fuck it's, you, it's January. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming. We're just going to yeah. be in a dry spot for a little bit. Well, like, I mean, Black January, Panther comes out in February. Beginning so of February. Cool. I mean, January, we got to do the top 10 of 20. Yeah, we got to do our top 10 at some point. Yeah. And, yeah. So if anyone's got any movies, they or wanting to hear reviewed, let us know and we'll go see something. I mean, we're looking for stuff to see. Well, but this weekend, Shape of Water. Shape of Water, yeah. There's some stuff that's going to come out in January that came out in December, but it's not getting wide release until January. What's that? Oh, there's like The Post and um, I, Tanya. 
I really want to fucking see Ice yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, Ice Iron Man pretty soon. Is that not out? I saw a picture. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's like out. It just hasn't got wide released yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's out. It has like a eighty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, something like it's got that. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want to go see. I've been seeing really mixed things about it. Some people are like fucking garbage. And uh, some people were like, "That's actually pretty solid." But the greatest showman, that like musical oh, yeah. with John, the, you were excited about Hugh that. I've Jackman. never been excited. About I that. love musicals, so uh, like, I'm absolutely gonna go see this, regardless yeah. of if we review it or not. Whether it's good or not, is will be yeah, yet to different. be seen. The trailer, half of it looks good for me at least, because even me, I'm excited for it. But I the even it looks so fucking even, bad. Even me with being excited <laughs> about a musical, I'm like, half of this looks like it could be really good, and the other half looks like it's gonna be dumb as hell. Yeah. So we'll see. But I, I love musicals, so whatever. It's got but, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I didn't like Hugh Jackman singing in the Les Miserables or whatever you Yeah, because say. there's no singing in Les Mis. It's a whole fucking... You're just talking. Yeah. You're talking like this, and I'm picking up this well, piece of paper, <laughs> and I'm putting it down, that's and I why keep on talking I hate, I, I'm not. I don't, I don't know the most about musical performance stuff, mm-hmm. but for me at least, that's what I recognize as the difference between operas and musicals. And that's why I hate operas, but love musicals. I like opera because music musicals are uh, movies or stage performances or whatever that are, they have like dialogue in it, but they have musical numbers. Yeah. They have musical numbers. They have songs inserted in them. Mm -hmm. Operas are something where every fucking piece of dialogue is sang. True. That's why I can't get into repo, the genetic opera. I can't get into fucking the phantom of the opera. Like I can't get into any of that Mm because they're singing everything. And I'm like, fuck this. Jesus Christ. Just give me a song every now and then. I don't need you to Well, you see the actual production of the opera though. It's not like that. Is it not? No. Oh, okay. I've never seen the lot. Like any, like like I saw like the Alhambra. Yeah, and it's it's like it's like a play with musical numbers. Yeah, songs. Oh, that wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. That'd be cool to go. Uh-huh. Let me know when it's there again. I'd like to go see yeah. that. Then, like, I I just didn't want to because most of the movie I've never watched the movie all the way through because I tried watching it and I was just like they were singing everything. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah, right. That's why I can barely make it through Sweeney Todd some of the yeah. times too because I'm just like they're singing a lot of this dialogue. They are, but it's mostly a musical because they have bits of dialogue in it. But regardless of all that. I like musicals, so I'll probably be, I'll probably be seeing. I like music. I'll be seeing the greatest showman at some point. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Damn, we did a long episode today, man. Two oh, and yeah, a half hours. Catching up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and just Star Wars. So yeah. Me going fucking crazy about it. Um. All right, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you next week with the Shape of Water. I'm yeah. hoping. So. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye.